0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America Podcast. This is your host, Jeff Vance. And this episode's guest is Dave Smoothie, a.k.a. The Face. In this episode, we're going to be discussing cameras, recording, hunting, and ways to make some extra money to be able to pay for some of your gear. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, please go on Apple iTunes and give me a rating. The more the merrier. I'd greatly appreciate it. Without further ado...
1: Get what you pay for, one
0: hundred percent, definitely. Hands exactly. So it's like when you when you because you got what Tacticam, don't you? For I your got, mics, I got, I got for,
1: Tacticam, and then I bought a Canon handheld um, to do a little bit more, you know, zooming in and everything. Tacticam is more, you know, the point of view kind of deal. That's uh, very true. You know, um, but other than that, yeah, I kind I'm struggling with editing. I got I'm getting a new computer. My computer kind of
0: took a dump on yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: so. Uh, going from there that's the taxes check new laptop uh, oh there you go there you go <laughs> i got it picked out so we're just waiting for that money to come in and then we're going there so you're gonna go with um, mac or pc pc, PC? okay yeah. you I've know because PC always because
0: it's like i found like a lot more people when like like for people for podcasting and for video editing they go to
1: mac just because because the i video i guess is really easy to use oh i like, gotcha. you and that's cause i have a buddy uh, Rio outdoors actually he uh, does all of his own videos he does all GoPro okay um and his all of his editing is uh, through you know the iMovie
0: very cool so now iMovie is a software you can download for Mac oh for Mac oh for Mac okay so it's yeah, not a Windows based uh, no nope, program Nope. ah so but you but you said you're I'm, gonna
1: gonna a, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do there's similar ones um I got mm-hmm. a buddy actually that uh does a lot of video editing and everything, he's going to kind of break down mm-hmm. what, what I'm what i going to do and what I should get. Uh, I he, got gotcha. you. He's got like an editing. He does like wedding videos and stuff like that. So he's going to, how extravagant do I want to get? And I'll give him my price range. Oh, we'll I got gotcha. you. Go well, it's
0: nice to have that kind of hookup because like for me, oh, it's yeah. like I just did research online for my, for my mic setup, but for my whole setup, but it wasn't until just past fall where it's like I need to really step up my mic game and it's yeah. like, Everything else is functional. It's just like, it's the mics are the
1: biggest key, especially. You know, that's, I did a lot of that, you know, a lot of online. Mm-hmm. But then when you can actually ask someone, like, hey, they say this is great. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> you know, you do it. You do it for a living. And mm-hmm. then he's like, no, this is actually junk. Get the, you know, that's what I did with the computer. And I mean, the great thing, gaming computers are video editing computers. So you can kind of double them. For, oh, I got you, know,
0: you. bang for your buck. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't, I, it's like, I haven't played a video game except for my cell phone I' actually like sitting down in front of an Xbox or PC or any of that stuff for uh, I forgot it's like because I sold my ps3 to oh. buy my Hoyt several years oh. ago and so and after that so it's like I got 175 bucks sold all my games for it so I, I used that money and I, I spent like 25 bucks on some ammunition too because like, oh, of course because like at the time like finding 22 ammunition wasn't very easy right? so it's like it's like it, it was in stock it's, mm-hmm. and it, 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 it was the same grain yep. I wanted. It was hollow point. It was CCI. It's like mine. I'm buying it. And so it's like, well, I only have 150 bucks down towards the ball. <laughs> but it's like I got my bonus like shortly after that. So it's like I kind of planned them together, you know. Yeah. And the PS3 was kind of giving me, not necessarily giving me some major issues, but it's like, you know, I really need to start focusing on bigger things instead of sitting in front of my TV because it's like I I was uh, lost my job working for um, McNeely's there in, uh, Cast in uh, Minnesota, and there they make uh, big old dump uh, garbage trucks. That's oh, what they made, okay. that's what they're known yeah. for. Yeah, and so it's like, what do I really want to do with my life here? It's like everything I've been doing, is just like kind of getting me by, getting me by. It's like, what I really want to do? So it's like, well, you know, it's like I'll, I'll I really like the outdoors. So I was like, we'll see where this goes from. Right? And it's like, so I just started talking to people online, and then I sold that, and then I bought my Hoyt, and the rest is history at this point in time. Yeah, right now you're an elite. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm an elite yet because it's like I still haven't made enough income where I don't have to work a uh, 40-hour work week yeah, so it's like perfect, it's, man. it's
1: it's 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 the goal that anybody wants to achieve and it's well, like why do you think I work nights man you saving that money oh yeah you know, do a couple of these and we'll get get a little recognition hmm that's mm-hmm. a dream man yeah because up are putting camo on every morning that's that's a good dream ain't it oh no kidding especially <laughs> like when we can hunt all the way up
0: until memorial day and we start again right after labor day it's like you can't go wrong with that yeah. it's like that's life is good and, and then every month in between it's all fishing it's yeah. all fishing
1: yep. And the best part or is a weird can, trip let's go to florida hunt some osceola's you know like something no you know no we kidding. can do that right now that's what they're they're already all down there hunting them and too. on
0: top of the it two it's like they'll be coming in the spawning season for bass so yeah. bass i'll tell you what man bass down there in Florida. And bass up here, night and day difference, oh. man. It's like the fish we've been eating tonight because we, we, we're eating um, uh, perch, perch, a little bit of perch and, and bluegills, stuff with that. And down there, it's like I caught when I was down there last year. I went down there for work, yep. and so I spent a month down there. And I met a buddy of mine, like how I met everybody. Twitter, you can't, <laughs> you can't knock the program. It's it, it's it Twitter is. Twitter and Instagram, man, no kid. Yeah. It, it is where it's at, and yep. so it's like him hey, and I start chatting. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm actually coming down there for a month, and he works swing shift. And so we were we were able to orchestrate a day where we go out fish and so it's like I bought like I, should, I what I should have, well see the thing is down there in Florida it's like you only buy three days or a year long one. Okay. And so it's like, hm, what do I want to spend money on? So I what I did is I just I bought three day blocks. Yep. so I ended up buying it three times. Oh. Well by the time I bought my third one, it's like I should have just bought, have a, bought year a year long one, you know? You know? It's like it, it ought to be actually been cheaper <laughs> for non resident. <laughs> But the fishing was so good. I mean, you, I, I got a, I, I post them all on Instagram and Facebook, so yeah. like, I'm sure you probably seen yeah. it. But man, we had a blast fishing next to the gators and stuff like that. It was cool. It was really cool, <laughs> you man. To get your heart running a little bit. Not you really, gator, you know, because no? he was telling me it's like when you're down there fishing next to the gators, they're not really gonna antagonize you unless you deliberately do it. Yeah. And the way they called them was they, he, the way he worded them is that they were considerate, uh, liberal, because it's like they, it's, no matter what, they they may be lazy all day long, but they still came up, they still clean up after their mess. I thought that was just absolutely really, hilarious. That's pretty good. Right and then, then top of the two, was accused, <laughs> he, he and I like shared a couple of cigars, too. And he was telling me, like, you. one of the other things, like, if you're having a bad cigar, it's like it's you're going to taste like cat shit in your mouth. But when you have a good one, oh, it's a nine day difference. It is literally a nine day difference. So it's like now it's like when I actually look at buying cigars. I actually talk to the guys that run the humidor and pay attention like how does this one taste yeah. when you're mixing with like whiskey, beer, vodka. It's like, right. and like yeah. what does it taste after you're done with everything, like the, the next morning, it's like, and then then they get a little more because you're, like you're not looking for the the taste of the product for the immediate to gratification, but you're looking for something for the next day because right. we've had some really bad ones. I mean, right. I had, I've had some bad ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely same mm-hmm. here. You know? That's like so now it's like I don't spend like if only on rare occasion or special occasions I'll drop the money and buy like a twenty five dollar cigar. Mm-hmm. otherwise after that's like I like the eight to twelve dollar range now
1: my, my older brother is really in the scars and that's what mm-hmm. he kind of goes with mm-hmm. is that eight to twelve if it's a wedding well 25 dollars ones they're coming out you know oh yeah exactly you know. <laughs>
0: I'm not even sure what we're gonna do for my wedding that's coming up in September now that also brings me up another really good point it's like when you're considering about doing stuff like when you're like because we we, we we put leash and I put some thought into this about how and when we want to get married so it's like we knew we couldn't do it after season opener so it's like okay we have the we, our our cutoff date is september 15th that's yeah. where we hunting minnesota or wisconsin yeah so okay well we started backtracking and it's like oh man like the, the original week we picked was my aunt's weekend it's like all right well like it's it, out of respect that's her weekend it's her birthday weekend it's like i really don't want to take that away from her you know right. it's like that's not right yeah and so we and we settled on september 1st just because it's like well it's be, between all of our hunting seasons and so it's like, why not? It's like, and that's on top of that too. It's like where everybody's going to be there. Nobody can give us the excuse for whether to go out hunting, out fishing. Well, if they go out fishing, it's like, we're already going because it's like, we're getting married on the Illinois River. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, the only a bad thing about the river, it's like down in Illinois, some of those rivers are just nasty. Yeah. And it's one of those things where we really got to focus on those inner, like everything east of the Missouri yep. needs to actually be taken care of. Cause it's like, we've, we've let them go to garbage from what i've been listening to was well, to steve brunella um let's see here from steve brunella to Ray newberg and anybody that like wishes out east it's like the rivers are just not very maintained because like the they've gone through the industrial revolution they've yeah. gone through all the steam engines like it's it's all old country like everything east of the missouri is, is, is all old country now it's like and everything west is all fairly new you know and so right. like, we saw what happened to california it's like why can't you guys just just have an earthquake and just fall off? Because like the, the best <laughs> part is like we could still keep all the really good ranges and open up that muley hunting and and the elk hunting, but just get rid of everybody just in LA County just just, disappear. just that little chunk right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Pe- no
1: cal, that, that's all right. There's mm-hmm. there's some elk up there. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly.
0: And plus, it's like we're gonna eventually gonna see the transition from uh, tobacco being a cash crop, and we're gonna be moving to THC as the next no, cash cash no, crop. Definitely. And it's like it's gonna be a game changer. It's gonna be a ninety. Difference yes, when it comes down sure. to that, but you know, it's like I was listening to a podcast day where they're talking about that. Now, like even when you're dating somebody new, it's like especially like you got to really pay attention. Like when like your new girlfriend's like, "Hey, it's like let's go to a wedding." It's like when's the wedding? It's like uh, it's after. It's like September 30th. It's like nope, I'm busy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm busy, and it's like you didn't even you didn't even tell her what the truth is. It's like I'm going hunting. It's like it's like you don't. Know I mean? It's like it's one of those things where you had to really plan. It's like even when it comes in the kids too. It's uh-huh. like between. Now hey, in Valentine's Day is a bad April. time man. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a November day. baby yeah, right there. I got
1: there. a November baby. I understand that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See mine's, mine mine uh, my daughter was born in January so it's like oh, after all you're the good perfect. stuff. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, so it's like it's great. It's like I don't have to worry about that's it. like it's like I can I can piggyback a coyote hunt on top of a birthday party. So it's great cuz it's like either, <laughs> either hunt the morning or hunt <laughs> afterwards. It's like it's great. And she's not 21 so I don't have to worry about anything yeah. after
1: that. Well my my son's falls like right around the week before op- uh, gun opener here. Uh-huh. So we we do a lot of uh with, you know, prime rut, so it's me and him trail camera in the morning or I'll sit in the morning and then uh we'll do the birthday in the afternoon and like right right around that eleven to two and then he can mm-hmm. sneak back out the stand. It'll be six this year, so he'll probably be heading to the stand with me, so that's good. That's
0: excellent. Yeah, that's a pretty good goal, right? His there.
1: Favorite, his favorite thing to do when we're together is to check trail cameras. That is that's awesome. It's, it's uh, and then you know he he's like dad like he's picky. Mm-hmm, no, that one's mm-hmm. not big enough. That one's not. He needs another year. I'm like he's five. How does he do? This? <laughs> my my dad gives me so much crap. He's like, I thought you were bad. He's gonna be even worse. You, you guys aren't gonna shoot anything. I'm like, hey, it'll be more for you guys then I guess. You that's true. You know,
0: see, like even when even this past fall, so we would go out and check the trail cameras after we pick her up from her mom's, and then we would come back home and. Her and I would sit there on the tablet, and it's like, "What do you think of this one? What do you think about this one?" And it's like, "And it's like, oh, look at this one!" Her eyes are just widen <laughs> up. It's like she's all excited. And plus, it's like we we I got her a diamond recurve two or three years ago, so it's like okay. we're getting the getting the function with that, just teaching the basics, the breathing, yeah. the fu- the uh, stance, nothing over the top because
1: she's her target's like five yards away. So right. it's like,
0: you know, I am just gonna keep you close. We're gonna focus on the fundamentals, and we'll go from there.
1: Yep. That's what I got the, the bear little compound for, for mace. That's what we went with. Last year we shot and yeah, he he always enjoyed when we would shoot, but never was strong enough really to to mm-hmm. shoot a I you mean know, last summer was the first time he enjoys it. That's what we do. We shoot bows when he comes down here.
0: Yeah. Your boy's what?
1: Five? He'll be five. He's five. He five. He'll be six. Next okay. November. Yep. Next
0: November. Okay. So I see Sophia just turned six. So it's yep. like she'll be seven when he's turned six. It's like, yeah. It's it's now, have you figured out what dominant, what eye is his dominant? Yeah. It's, it's different so tricky. every day. It's so tricky.
1: Because like, that was my problem actually growing up. Because all my brothers are really right handed. Okay. Like, they can't do anything with their left hand. Okay. When I was growing up, my dad was always confused whether I was gonna be right or left handed, mm-hmm. you know. And come to find out, I'm left eye dominant. We didn't find that out until I don't know we were. Shoot, it was like first time shooting guns with my dad, so I was probably seven, eight. We were using a scope, and I couldn't figure out how to see through the scope, mm-hmm. you know. And and my dad like just thought, well, maybe he's too young. Well, then me and my brother were playing. Or my younger brother playing with uh, guns in the yard, and I was holding the gun on my left shoulder. Okay. My dad's like, why are you putting it on your left shoulder? Well, this is the way I can see. He goes, this makes sense. Oh, He's like, I never kidding. thought that, you know. So, you know, uh-huh. it, it, like you said, that's something you need to pay attention to. And also that transferred into bow hunting because one day I would be able to, you know, cut a string with my bow when I was, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old right when we were beginning the hunt. And the next day I'd be three feet to the left. Well, what I was doing was closing my right eye. Being right, pulling the bow with my right hand mm-hmm. and shooting with my left eye and you're never consistent you know you can have the same anchor point but your left eye without that string holding it where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. you know your three mm-hmm. anchor points so it would be different every day and it just came through when we were buying me a bowl and I was like why do you need a, a peep sight mm-hmm. to look through the string look through the string I'm like I use my other eye and they're like ah oh. <laughs> but I could never see. I was so left eye dominant, I have to close this eye. Mm-hmm. So for two years, I wore a patch where I had it flipped up. And then, when a deer, a buck came or a doe that I was going to shoot, flip it down, pull the bow, and shoot. It was, uh, a little bit more of a challenge, but it, you know, but while I was sitting there, I'd hold my eye shut like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, now I can close either one and I'm, I'm good to go now now I can shoot.
0: So now what do you primarily shoot now? Do you draw, you shoot with your right eye or left eye?
1: Right eye. Right eye. Okay. And, but I uh, left eye with my, uh, rifles, shotguns, and mm-hmm. then, and right eye with, with my bowl. Just oh, because kidding. when I was a kid, I was stronger, right handed pulling the bowl. Ah. You know, so yeah, I'm all over the place, man. No kidding. So you're, you're, you're a switch hitter without <laughs> it, even realizing it. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's nice, though, that I'm actually right-handed with the bull, mm-hmm. um, setting up tree stands, because with two brothers and a father that hunt, you know, being the if one left-handed guy, he, it changes everything in the stand, you know, for mm-hmm. either, like, for rifle hunting, last stands, I'll have to stand all day, because they'll be facing the wrong way mm-hmm. for me to be able to shoot where the deer are going to come from, and that'd be even worse with a bull. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that, to be honest.
0: I got you. And so now, did you, when you were growing up, did you spend a lot of time on the ground then, or did you actually go up in the trees? I went up
1: in the trees. Yep. Yeah. We. My dad was always. He doesn't trust. or didn't trust. Uh, any manufactured stuff. We built all our own. Uh, you know, hang on stands or mm-hmm. just stands and like tree houses. Almost some of them. Um, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of in a tree. We figured it out. I mean, you miss a couple deer and you go. My dad was very competitive. He wanted his boys to figure it out, and we we got it dialed in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah so it was difficult a couple three years there uh, from going from you know the little kid bows that really don't have sight platform I mean, nowadays you can buy a kid you know mm-hmm. you got the Genesis you, and uh, I think what the Hoyts is ruckus you know they go all the mm-hmm. way down to, mm-hmm. to five, five pounds, pounds. Yeah. all the way up to 40 you know that's mm-hmm. in, in an infinite edge pro um, yep. those are those are actual killer bows what we mm-hmm. had -hmm. Essentially, graduated string and stick. You know, no sights. You just kind of flung arrows. You
0: learn how to do your platform was recurve,
1: right? You know, and then that never really affected me being shooting my left eye because I would hold it sideways, shoot from the corner of my mouth that Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. When you threw the whole sight thing in, the whole world exploded on me. But we figured it out. Mm -hmm. A really great archery guy uh, up north where my parents are from, and he came up with the idea for the patch and. Actually, in the range when we we're buying my new bow, he held his handkerchief over my eye, and I was shooting tens. He goes, mm-hmm. "See, we got it now." Mm-hmm. And then, you know, first two years with the patch it was weird, because if you see a buck coming, you flip it down, and then you're you know you're only seeing this much. Mm-hmm. But back then, I was shooting spikes and forks. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just happy
0: to put some meat on oh, the ground.
1: Oh, definitely, man. Mm-hmm. That, I still remember that first that first six pointer. I ran. I was in the back of the eighty of my parents' land, and mm-hmm. I ran from the stand. All I left my bow in the stand, everything, so I could run faster to tell mom and dad I just shot a deer. Oh, very little, cool. Little did I know, because the buck ran out in the field that I had to go to mm-hmm. to go home. I ran probably twenty feet from. him. He was dead in the field. I didn't even know. I ran. By, <laughs> I ran right by him. Oh no! Then we went tracking him. And the blood trail went right where I ran, and here was here was laying. My dad's like, "You ran by him on the way in." I was so excited, I couldn't even, I couldn't even talk when I came in the mm-hmm, house. I don't mm-hmm. that'll be it. And I was, what, 12 and a half years old, you know. And I remember that, you know, sitting here with you. I the heart still gets pumped up. That's why we do it, man. You know, that's very true. That's like know. everybody
0: talks about that one, the, the, their first kill or one, yeah. of, uh, some of your favorite memories. Like one of my favorite memories was a doe kill, that I shot here five six years ago. It was one of my favorite memories because it's like. I was open sight, twelve gauge shotgun. She was coming in, and she busted me earlier that day. It's like I know you, I know you, (laughs) and it's like and and the the buck that was part of the group, the harem, because it's like it was one buck to like eight does, which is the people that I that I that I used to hunt with didn't really put much thought into doe management. The mm-hmm. only one after bucks and they pretty much shot everything once they once your kids were able to get their, their their tags, the kids wouldn't be there. They'd be shooting a dose and the bucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like I thought that was completely in- uh, uh, unethical. It's like you can't be doing that because it's like Just because you have a tag doesn't mean you can just go and do that because you're showing the kids the wrong lessons to learn. But then again, I looked at all of them. They're not very smart. They have poor IQs, very jump-to-triggers when it came to aggravation. So it's like they they needed a leg up in life, I guess. But it's not the excuse you want to really give somebody. But she was coming in. I watched her coming out, set dead still in front of a tree, wearing all orange. I didn't have a face mask that morning. And it was negative 13 degrees outside. (laughs) Oh, my beard was shorter than this. Yeah. and it was just covered in ice because right. yeah. it's like it was just it was all from top yeah. to bottom. It's oh, like yeah. if, I, there, if I man. Yeah, yeah. if man but if I didn't break the the the, the whiskers, it probably would have connected from top to bottom. <laughs> but she came in thirty yards out, heart shot. She reared right up, walked a few feet, and just boom, rolled over. And then the buck, my buddy, shot in the next valley over, which was probably 150 yards from where I was, and he got the eight pointer. It's like you lucky son of a gun. Yeah, but. <laughs> it's just how it works, but I got a, she was a big, mature doe. She had a lot of fat on her, hey. and so she was probably good six or seven years old. She was just massive. That's awesome. And it's like I couldn't be. I couldn't have been more happier. I still, yeah. had, I still had another tag in my pocket, but I never had another opportunity to fulfill it. So I was like, well, you know, yeah, I, I got one. I, I contributed to the group. I got pictures of all of us hanging out and stuff like that and hunting. Yeah. But yeah. even my buddy that introduced me to these guys doesn't even hunt with anyone because he doesn't like them. He doesn't oh, like yeah. dealing with their BS. Because yeah. there's, there's one guy that was always at the know-it-all, And it's like, and his attitude was condescending. It's like, dude, you worked at a porn shop for 14 (laughs) years and you barely made a living. It's like, you can go yourself, you know, and it's like, it's just, it's always frustrating. It's like, and you listen to everybody. It's like, you have people you'll hunt with, you have people you fish with, but you will never, you have people you'll never take out with them again. Yep.
1: That's definitely, you know, through the, you know, the adventures of hunting, the big thing for me is safety. You go out with someone one time and you see something that mm-hmm. triggers and you. Triggers or, you. And I was, i grew up holding the gun. You know, guns are meant to kill. You know, like mm-hmm. they, you know, respect for them. I mean, you go out one time, like, no, I'm never, I'll never take you again. You mm-hmm. know, I've asked mm-hmm. duck hunting it, it, duck, any kind of bird hunting. I guess it's a lot, lot more safety oriented because there's more guys. Mm-hmm. The birds are mm-hmm. flying, zipping through. You know, the first time, and I asked the guy to unload his gun and said, "We're going in." I'm like, "I'm not sitting next to you." You know, oh, wow. I just didn't feel safe. And, like, the other guy next to me was like, thank you for saying it. He's like, I didn't know what to say. I'm like, mm-hmm. I ain't getting shot in the face. You yeah. know, he, he just kept shooting. And, you know, the last mm-hmm. one was above my head, you know. And I'm like, there ain't no duck worth me pulling pellets out of my face, you know, or yeah. anything, you know. So, mm-hmm. no, that's a, like you said, it, through, you know, through life, you, they're going to be people, helmet. People you fish with, you it's know, like it's just dope. like friends, you know. You. He had friends in high school. You ain't friends with them, anymore. So, you know, some people, yeah. you know. So. Oh,
0: 100%, 100%. It's like the my, my the buddy that introduced me to him, we're, him and I are still friends, but it's like he's got four kids now, so it's like, or, well, actually, he's got four kids. And so his freedom is minimal. So it's like his gun season is all he gets mm. to go out hunting. Cause, but him and I would spend we would get off work let's go but we, we, we live in the same town it's like we, we hunted a, a friend of ours from high school it's like yeah you guys can go on out there it's like you guys mm-hmm. want to hunt for it it's like squirrel it's all it that's it and so we would go out there because it's like they, they loved it because his dad uncles they go out and hunt for the tails. but when they get out there they wouldn't have to worry about it because him and i would they, had, they had, we had we had we had one little area called squirrel city because there was eight nests all in one little area and we just we'd walk out there we'd get out there about one or two o'clock in the afternoon and it's like well then as it started like we we kind of had them pegged and when they would when they yeah. would come out we'd bark and stuff like that I and mean, they'd come out and shoot them it's great We it, it <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be uncommon to him and i getting one or two a piece you know yeah, that's nice. and, for just a quick afternoon man oh, yeah. be, for a quick great. hunt before yeah. before four o'clock hit before it got dark outside yeah. it's like yeah that's good yeah. enough for us yeah you know and it's like uh the best way to teach a kid how to skin a squirrel or rabbit is to take the shirt off, take the pants off. It's real easy, <laughs> you know. It's like we were, I was, uh, we were watching Game of Thrones season three, and there's this one gal there on there was like was doing it all wrong. It's like you have no idea what you're doing, and it's like we get what you're like because it was acting, so it's like we knew what they were doing, and it's like mm-hmm. but they were skinning live animals, so it's like it's Game of Thrones. They, they they don't they don't care. They're just like we're yeah. gonna show you what's going on yeah and so you watch ones like that's how you do it yeah you just yeah. cut the slit in the back you pull the hair down around it it's like there you go you got yourself a bunny
1: yeah, yeah. that's why I, you, you mentioned that game Thrones big fan as well but like you're watching shows and they're hunting or skidding you're just like you're not doing it right you yeah. know <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. that's the problem with mm-hmm. us hunters like i just want to like call them right now and be like hey can you be a little more accurate in your show mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah we were watching uh split and there, was, there were guys out
0: there gun hunting none of them were wearing orange. like, that's not how it's done. Yep. And it's like, and you have this, you got the people that are filming this stuff that, that don't know any better. And it's like, you're you're portraying the wrong image and right. they do it on purpose. They yep. know what they're 100%. doing. 100%.
1: Yes. And it's
0: like, it, it's just frustrating because it's like, it gives the people that actually care about the, the outdoors, like the wrong, giving them all the wrong image that we're like these people. It's like, wow. no. We are not because it's like we read the rules like like i have a friend of mine and he's up here from phoenix and we're actually gonna do a podcast together here in a couple days right. and i was telling him that like, we can actually like we can go out um uh coyote hunting you don't have to worry about you have to get a furbearers tag you don't have to worry about getting a small game license tag there missile because it's continuous season all year round but I, I told him i was like this is the pages you want to read it's like just because i'm telling you you trust me for it you still need to read the instructions because you have to be knowledgeable because the dnr doesn't care you're out there with a firearm. You were out there for a purpose.
1: Yep, and yeah, you you're responsible. You, mm-hmm. you can complain that oh, I didn't know that rule. It's your responsibility to know mm-hmm. every rule for what you're hunting. And yeah, I mean, exactly. Definitely.
0: Yeah. One, From when it comes into wearing orange to, to knowing the the, the, the shooting hours stuff right. like that, because mm-hmm. like the likeliness of you getting uh, having getting having a conversation with a DNR is not likely. But it's like when it is you you want to be above board because you have you, you respect yourself so therefore you respect the season right.
1: and these rules are in place for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, which I didn't know until earlier tonight when we were talking that uh, Minnesota at night has to be a shotgun only yeah. for coyotes, mm-hmm. which you know that's a safety issue one hundred percent. They're going with we. I mm-hmm. mean, you can see the you know logistics in that. Mm-hmm. So, but like I never knew that. Like you said, me and you getting together hunting, I would assume it would have been night hunting, and then you mm-hmm. know how to. Yeah, it's like yeah. like I told you because like one of the properties I hunt in
0: Minnesota, it's, it's got a den of coyotes and it's some of them it's like people say it's like well if you kill them they're gonna reproduce even more. It's like well no, they're gonna, it's gonna eliminate the problem for a few years mm-hmm. before they come back away because I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna I'm gonna like make it's gonna it's gonna send a message to them. It's like it's it's you're no longer welcome, no welcome. here. Yep. And there's there's a bigger dog on the promises. Mm-hmm. and it's 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 part of our job as humans to cull these predators because if we don't they could run rampant and, and it's like we've seen some interesting things happen over especially like over there in California because they don't they don't have a season for, for like for cats mm-hmm. and so it's like now they have to pay somebody to do it where they used to like well they could just have dogs they could, yep. pay the, they could go pay to play and now they have to pay people to go out there and hunt them. it's like well now you're paying them more or somebody's willing to pay the money to go do it right, yeah. but now they're finding that they're having cats and dogs becoming eaten because that's a primary their meals and it's like it's just, it's just. We've had this really big separation over the last few years. I mean, even in World War One, they had a ceasefire because the wolves kept on killing all of the scouts. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah. it's like, hey, we we gotta do something about this because we, we want to kill each other <laughs> for somebody else's purpose.
1: But we need to We need to We need to, we need do you, something about we, wolves. Can we gang up and take these wolves off first? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of funny how that works, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's
0: it's amazing how and even with the logging industry right now too is like i from what i found out from back countries and anglers their podcast there for hal herrig he was saying that minnesota is the mecca for grouse but since the timber industry is no longer there it all it has is continued old growth and yep. when they come in there to clear cut that stuff out that wouldn't necessarily clear cut it but yeah. that would revitalize the environment yep
1: My, and that's 100 and i can tell you that firsthand um I got cousins that are loggers in Northern Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and my parents, we, we had just acquired 80 acres about five years ago now. And it was the same way too much overgrowth. The trees were huge. Um, We had that logged out. Now this will be year three that it's logged. You should see just the vegetation. And like we were talking before we started here, Mm -hmm. um, we never had turkeys on that property. I would hunt them, but it was, it was like hitting your head against a tree. Like you're going out there, did not see anything but 30 40 turkeys just because there's underbrush now there mm-hmm. you know there's more forage for a turkey grouse even the deer we our deer population has skyrocketed by cutting them trees out mm-hmm. um and we're going to do some um supplemental uh planting in there this year to kind of get what we want to come back some oak some uh mm-hmm. you know fir trees for bedding and stuff like that uh it just it, it's a natural process it's you know uh, Ted Nugent always says we're not we're not just hunters and killers you know we're uh, you know we're here to conservationists conservationists and Mm -hmm. building habitats and maintaining these habitats because they can't do it alone exactly you know and we and we are part of it we need to help out and 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 get this too it's like we would be have if
0: we don't if we don't pay attention to what's going up north right now and do some of the the clear cutting we're going to be able with California it's like the only reason why those guys they, it burnt down out there is because they will not allow backburns. They will not allow them to go clean up and stuff like that. It's like, mm-hmm. you need to go out there and take care of that stuff because if you don't take care of the land, the land's going to take care of itself. And like, we're only renters. Right. We will disappear because it's like, we've had multiple um, uh, astral uh, devastation throughout the centuries. Yes. Or, or millennia, to be honest with you. Yeah. And uh, for those who aren't aware of this, but we passed through what we call the Torn Meteor Stream. We passed through it twice a year. We passed through it in June, passed through in October and it takes us about 10 days to go through six seven to 10 days depending what's all going on but this Torah beam stream is is, is accountable for all of the astral uh, impacts we've had on the United States in the world and that's what that's what ended the younger Dryas period back 11,200 years ago it's and so because that, that's why we have the land of 10,000 lakes all of the land, all the lakes in Wisconsin or all in uh, Washington and all of the beautiful bluffs we have here that was only formed 11,000 years ago so if somebody says it formed a millions of years it It's like eh yeah. Yeah. no <laughs> because it's like what we've learned is that history is told by the winners and so therefore it's going to be told by their narration and when a, a professor or somebody is looking to get money well guess what they're getting that money from universities and bigger money so they, they're gonna want their narrative told yep. so to, to listen to some of the stuff like I've been talking about you have Graham Hancock and you also have uh, uh, Dr. Randall Carlson and uh, both these guys have been on multiple podcasts together but multiple books together but uh Randall, he is a geologist, and he studies all stuff. And his theory is very sound. I mean, he's one of those people that will destroy you in facts. He will destroy you in facts because it's like he'll quote this person, this person, this year, this decade, this this carbon dating. It's like he will destroy you in facts. So it's like that's why the left don't like talking to the right because the left will get destroyed by facts when they start calling you names. You know, you won the argument
1: exactly. There's like it's it's defensive radar goes up.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's (laughs) now for those it's like. Out there, it's like we, we all have those people that are uber left that drank that Kool Aid and don't realize what they're doing. But it's, but it's like I I understand it's like no political figure will make America great again. It's us, it's us, but uh, you got to pay attention to that stuff. It's just what one person is telling you, always got to doubt, you always got to question everything. Because uh, uh, George Carlin said it's question everything. Because right, it's like, now you can listen to his stand-up from years ago. And it's like, it's a history lesson yeah. in today's society. It really? Now, it's like, we started out this conversation right off the get-go. So the, the guest I have today, his name is Dave Smoothie. He is called, his nickname is The Face. <laughs> so anybody out there that is uh, following the podcast along just just like the face yeah. it's like and everybody will get it it's like it's great and then whoever comes up with the most creative thing we'll, we'll probably send you a prize or something like that so oh, thanks but yeah but now dave and i have known each other for what three years four years now yeah three years three years i've only been i've only been in, only been in uh, lacrosse yep. for a handful of years now yep. and so uh, we met online and it's like i told him about the company he fell in love with that and it's like we now we get to we hang out not as frequent not as often as we like to but man we get when we get together it's like yeah. it's like no time has passed it's right. like it's yeah, one of those things where it's like, I wanna, I wanna, we want to do something fun over the summer and like do some fishing, do some hunting, do whatever. I mean, even learn something that he may be able to teach me at his, at his property up north or his lease or something like that. Because uh, it's like, we may have different approaches to different things. And he may show me something like, that's smart. I like that. I'm going <laughs> to use that for my own properties. And it
1: goes the same way, man. You know, always when you're always learning with somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody doesn't do the same thing. That's, yeah. that's, that's the key. It's like this, this yeah. especially like for some of us, like
0: he was actually successful getting a couple of doughs. I had tag soup this summer, this this past fall. But it's like due to um, uh, the circumstances that's going on in my personal life, it's like I, I couldn't dedicate a time for it, but I want to try some different strategies. And plus we had a lot of different food availability. And then there's a lot of um, corn that was still standing up. And yeah. so it's like I had to really learn. It's like because last several years we've been pretty lucky. They, the, the farmers get out there, pluck everything, be yeah. good to go. It was
1: dry where they can cut mm-hmm. the fields and they and all the hit the oaks and mm-hmm. you, it was an easier pattern. Yeah. This year was rough. Yeah, but the yeah. nice
0: thing was too is like I thought it was very successful is that I didn't have any nocturnal bucks. So it's like I knew – it's like that's a big win right there because my imprint on the property was so small that they didn't notice it, mm-hmm. which kept, which allows for very good research to, to maintain it. Now, the cool thing is I have cameras I haven't pulled since I went last time on hunting, so I'm looking forward to checking those out here yeah, pretty I got, soon.
1: I got two. Uh, I think last time I checked them was around January 3rd. So I want to see who's left out there. I had a really nice 10 the last time I – it. So i'm looking and, forward
0: to see what i got too because yeah. like i sent you some of the videos i yep. got we got like well, yes, i sent you dark man i sent you uh maverick now these 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 guys i don't i don't show up on face on social media because i don't want anybody stocking yeah. for the things these <laughs> nice. but now getting on the tops about your uh, what batteries do you use in, in your cameras
1: um for years it was just the cheapest you can get yeah um but you know energizer the lithium ion is not really changed the game, but definitely made of improvement, you know?
0: Because the biggest thing is we have the cold weather up here, especially right. like, like if you go up to your parents' house, I mean, those that gets deathly caught up there and yeah. it's like that destroys batteries. We all know that. And a nice thing is like when it warms up, it's like the batteries never lost any life because it's like, it got so cold, it shut them down.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah, it, it does. It, it pretty much just turns your camera off when it gets that mm-hmm. cold. Like what we had last week, well, 35, 40 below. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm betting my picture's there isn't any pictures three, four days, you mm-hmm. know, one deer are moving or the cameras are just not going to work. Yeah. Um, and a lot of things with the, with batteries is know what you're setting your camera up on. Okay. If it's a trail that you're going to two, three, four pictures a day, you know, you can almost get away with a cheaper battery. You know, they're going to have a lot of light, but if you're on a food source, you're a trail that's going into a bean field or a mineral lick, or if you're, in a county or area that you can feed the deer mm-hmm. um you're gonna get 100, 100 to i don't know 1400 pictures a day you know yep. yeah it could be and those your batteries are done that's oh, just off easy use. easy i yeah. mean there's no no perfect solution it's just keeping up with them you mm-hmm. know and knowing what you and also knowing your settings too because yeah. like
0: I, i'm a big fan of moultrie and they, they perform very very well for me Cutty-back's the same way yep. I got my first spy point this year so I'm looking forward to playing that's my first uh, uh cellular one so we're really looking to seeing how that all works out so it's like I went and did my research on it and this is one of the top rated one of the what it comes to the cellular but like the price point for it was it's pretty competitive you know yeah and so you can you can you can things do everything through your phone the SIM cards already activated just throw it up there and go now by the way people these these ma- these models we're mentioning here we don't get any sponsorship from. These are what we use, and we've had success with it. But the biggest thing is it survives the cold winter being here in Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. We want technology that, that can that can stand it, and that's the right. biggest thing.
1: Right. Yeah, That's a, yeah. The, the two you mentioned, I use a lot of them, the Moultrie and Cuddyback. Uh, I have a lot of Cuddybacks, have had really good success mm-hmm. with them. Um, like I said, no affiliation with them or anything, just I've tried them all. I mm-hmm. think right now I have. I bought two new ones. I have a Primo's out there right now and a, a Covert that I'm mm-hmm. just kind of seeing how they do. Um, both take great pictures. We'll just see how, you know, the, what the weather takes it, you know. And mm-hmm. We could have 10 degrees in November, and, you know, so if they don't function in that, I'm not going to use them, you know.
0: That is that is the key. It's like, and you, as you, when you're first starting out, I always recommend people check your pawn, your, your pawn shops if you can get one or two years out of them and it's like and they're cheap they're like 50 bucks 60 bucks go for it. that's how i started my
1: collection was going to to Pond america well and like you said though too that cameras have a lifespan mm-hmm. you're not going to buy even if it is a 400 hundred dollar camera it's not going to last you 25 years no, but i mean let, no. let's be honest i mean your cell phones you don't even keep for more than a year you know it, Pretty much two years, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. and if, so, if Samsung's
0: hearing, listening to me right now, it's like they're gonna, they're like, hey, we're gonna slow this phone down even more, <laughs> and so this way, it's gonna, we're gonna force them into it. It's like, hey, your phone's paid off, we're gonna make you do it. need another update, man. Yeah, and same thing with uh, <laughs> uh what is it, Apple does the same thing too, yep. but it's like one of those things, like, so when you're starting out, don't buy the high end. It's like, we've We've dedicated a lot of years into. We've saved our money up to. We've worked our, paid our dues, and with our companies where we've actually got a little bit more extra money where we can spend that stuff and last for a couple of years. Yeah. But don't hesitate to buy something used. Just like if you're no. looking to start no. filming your stuff, pawn star, pawn shops, just check them out, yep. and then look on eBay and Amazon, or just even uh, let it go for some of the apps out there yeah, too. Definitely. You, know? so you can find some pretty really cool stuff.
1: Well, I mean, like, yeah, I was telling you when I I bought my uh, my camera. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was through like Campbell cameras and the whole setup nine hundred some dollars, whatever. When wow! I dug around. Mm-hmm. I got it for like six fifty. You mm-hmm. know, like just say because tripod was used. You know, you know stuff like that. That's a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know, when you're trying mm-hmm. to get started in something, and you're dropping a thousand dollars right away, that's a lot to get started in something that, that you don't know if you're going to be successful in doing it. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, but now it all it did was grow more of a you know, passion for it. Now I'm looking at cameras that are just the camera, $2,500, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, get some 4k action. So you can really see me freak out when I kill a turkey in the spring, you know, <laughs> yeah. no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> and, and
0: then those who have the luxury of using bio life to the disposal, take advantage of it because yep. then that will save you so much money. And then it's just the money you make from that. Like you, if on a good year, you could save three, four grand on that yep. card alone. It's like, you can buy yourself some nice stuff, especially like if you're looking like I, I want to do this elk hunt and it's going to cost me 4,500 bucks, but Hey, i got a bio life in time. I'm going to go use, utilize that, save that money up. And as long as you have them, like your, your day to day job is making your ends meet. Then it's like, you save that money. That's that could be your little trust fund. Yep. Yeah, it's, it's it's great because it's like it's like yeah, that's how you bought your Hoyt last yeah, year.
1: Uh, yeah, I my Hoyt last year and or two years ago, and then I bought all new Camel last fall with it. All new Drake, uh, they're they're non typical. Bought a whole suit with all BioLife money, man. Nice, <laughs> yeah, very cool, yeah. very cool.
0: Yeah, that's pretty. That's and uh, now what?
1: So now what suit did you end up buying? Um, I don't know the exact name. It's their their Hush fleece okay uh the pants and jacket it, it has their scent protection in it honestly the most comfortable hunting gear i've ever worn i mean that's uh-huh. uh the fleece line i mean this year was a normal fall which was great because and uh, mm-hmm. october actually was cold enough where i can wear a fleece line jacket and not sweat and die um but it would like the biggest thing i thought the pants they felt like wearing sweatpants man I mean, you're sitting in it I mean there was days i was out there 11 11 and a half hours and mm-hmm. you don't want to be wearing something that you know you can get these pants um that are stiff because they're you know they're brush resistant and everything but if you're sitting in a, am a big dude sick you know six 250 pounds sitting on a hang-on stand all day mm-hmm. you're trying to stretch and move and everything them pants get stiff and it, it does affect you but this was just you know loungewear man i mean that's kind of it that's what it felt like it was great yeah, for hunting out here out east it's like we sit in a tree sink we don't have abundance yeah. of of uh,
0: public land to go hunt so we can't do the spawn stock which is which is unfortunate you know but it's like we need our farms to, to supply the world and we got and you know, we got we have to really rethink everything because like for me like i use um scent blocker no problems with them they, they, they've done a the trick but what i do it's all comes down to my layering because it's like that's how yep. i survive so i i wear merino socks I recently purchased some heated socks this past uh, fall for a birthday slash Christmas gift to myself, but uh, that, that's the joys of having a woman that works for Gander Outdoors. So you get some really <laughs> cool uh, kickback from that. Yeah, but um, but I my base layer use WSI as my gear, and they use, they use a heater technology which is fantastic and uh that it's that's a that's not cheap that's 300 bucks in itself right the pants alone like i i'm i'm two fifty. 250 it's like it's it ain't cheap right. and then it's like then i just get to wear the fleece and layer everything properly you know it's like and i said comfortably right. and of course hot hands you can't go we can't go without hot yeah, hands because yeah, yeah. it's like i've learned no matter what age group you are what nation or what uh, sex you are you need to keep your, your feet warm because it's like that's what will make or break your hunt is your feet, because yeah. that cold will—you're sitting in a tree stand or sitting on the ground—it will pull that heat out. I mean, I wear a thousand grain insulate; it still pulls that stuff out.
1: Yeah, head and head and feet, man, are the mm-hmm. two biggest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually purchased for late season because I did a lot of late season hunting. Uh, thermocell has their heated insoles. Oh, no kidding! And they—you know—they're not going to feel hot to the touch, but you, if you soon as you like, you walk in, sit down, turn them on i i mean i didn't i was sitting in 10 degrees and i only wore one pair of merino socks and i mm-hmm. had those uh 600 thin slit on my in my boots mm-hmm. and and i was i mean it was good like it was nine day difference man mm-hmm. it, it was great oh yeah
0: hands down <laughs> hands down it's like and, and the nice thing is like you wait until like well most places they never really go on sale so you just gotta you just gotta Pick and choose the venue you go to because, like, right. like you go to like Walmart or if you go to ShopCo, well, if, if you still have one alive yep. around, they they, they they rotate that inventory out because it's like it's not it's gonna set and it's gonna they need to sell that inventory space on the shelves so you can just pick them up for dirt cheap that way. Because yep. I know when Gander Mountain was going out of business, like I snatched up as much as I could for dirt cheap because oh, yeah. it's just because like, those things
1: last forever. Yeah, well, you don't wear them that often. Mm-hmm. If you really think about mm-hmm. it, the, the amount you hunt in here, it's not like your everyday to day sock. You yeah, know, you're you're going to probably now they're sitting in your bin waiting for next October. To Hands down, them, man. You know, yeah. It's yeah. like, and I always, and, yeah.
0: and no matter what, I how I store my, my gear, it's always has a scent disc with it. So it could be sitting there. As soon as I open up that lid, it's cause like I, I get these, um, sterile light ones are like eight bucks a piece. They're yellow and black. You you, you spot them at anywhere you go, but they're so worth the money because they create an airtight seal. They can fit all your gear into them, depending on what gallon size you do. They even came up with one that's a forty gallon, has wheels. Oh wow! Has wheels, and those who have trucks, long. that's yeah. a that's a that's like yeah. ching, and only only twenty bucks. But they they have the same technology of the the strong um, foundation of it. So you like like you, you, he's he's in my office right now, and I have just gear you know, all over the place, and it's like they're just I have, I have four of them. Four, of them, yeah. I have four of them. It's 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 so worth the money. They really
1: it truly really are because it's like, you know that. I have something similar, not the exact same one, but very similar to what mm-hmm. Jeff has here. And I actually went and uh, purchased uh, the scent crusher last year, and it, okay. came, it came with the bag. Mm-hmm. Well, I have too much gear; it, it outgrew the bag pretty quickly. <laughs> so what I did was I, I took the, the scent crusher itself, drilled a hole, and put them in my tote. Mm-hmm. And it, it works just as well. You know, it, it's the same concept, mm-hmm. and it and it it's a lot cheaper than buying the tote through them you know you're looking three four hundred dollars oh yeah easy, uh, easy. i think with their closets five six hundred dollars a easy man you but know, it works it does it's, it does, it does it, work honestly it If you, it's a weird smell when you put it on it's like a fresh clean smell it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of different smell but yeah it, it definitely helped me this year i've hunted some pretty poor winds not proud of those days but you know i got out there and i, I tried it and it worked you know mm-hmm. it, it it made a big difference you don't yeah. have to walk you know are they at the bloody or muddy? Well, mm-hmm. even now, like even muddy, I still throw it in there. We're we're still scent free. Then you know, mm-hmm. you know, half mm-hmm. hour into that, you're good.
0: But a lot of those, a lot of those sun crushers are, are designed for people that have the extra income to do it. So yeah. like, for like you and I, we we have kids and we have spout, we have, we have a, signif- a significant other that we have responsible for. So it's like it's not just not it's just not in the budget. But it's like you know. If you can afford it, go for it. Man. I will not knock you for it, but it, it's like, but it, everybody knows it's like you, you can buy the best gear, but it's like it's all it comes the person pulling trigger. Know,
1: that was when I bought that. That was that was a ramen week at the grocery store. That's <laughs> what that that was at. You know, but it, it was worth it now. You know, mm-hmm. so I now I have one. But yeah, you're exactly right. You know, there there's budget friendly ways to do what you see these guys do at these shows. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. um, maybe following me and Jeff, we do a lot of those hacks because we we don't have a lot of money. We make it work. You mm-hmm. know. Oh yes. Um, and that's what you got to do. I mean, you're not going to not go out hunting. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I'd rather spend that. I'd
0: rather save that money towards a tag in, in Montana or Wyoming right. than spend it dropping $600 on a closet. It's like, it's like, it's cool. Yeah. But it's like, if you, really, where it comes down to value is unless you own your own home. Right. Because it's like, I live in apartments. I live in apartments. So it's like, I, I'm only here for X amount of months and I move on. It's like, that's just really too expensive and too pretty to break. Yeah. Or have anything bad happen to oh, it? Because right. like
1: moving, yeah, that takes a lot out of anything. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's
0: like especially if somebody else is touching. Because like when it comes down to my hunting gear, it's like that's my stuff. I touch it, <laughs> it I move it. Because it, 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 this way, it, if it, if something bad happens, to it it's I could I can only be mad at me. Yep. But if I yell at you, it's like I expect <laughs> you to pay for it. <laughs>
1: I totally agree, man. <laughs>
0: so and, and we, we so we touch base on that. So what do you, uh
1: what do you like to wear for gloves? See, so yeah, I'm I'm not a big fan of gloves. I the thinnest possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, a big uh, scent issue that you really do need to watch. Um, I think last year I went through like three. Four, I have big hands, um, and a lot of companies that make the scent free ones don't make it. I need a 2x. They have XL, mm-hmm. so I wear them out pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've you know Under Armour, uh, scent blocker, uh, and then actually I think last year I ended up with. A uh, thin pair, the the Cabela's brand mm-hmm. uh, that they had, and that's yeah. why I wore majority. I mean, I'm talking just like the the thin things you. Can I like.
0: I'm um, see. I'm the same way too, because it's like even in my pockets, in my in my in my coat, I have the hot hands. there, So it's like my yeah. hands are always comfortable. Yeah. But it's like when you're holding a firearm or when you're holding a bow, you want to feel every bit of that uh, tool yeah. because that's a tool. The weapon is yourself. Right. And so you want to make sure that you have full connection with it you want to be able to the full feel the drawback and you can feel mm-hmm. that you lock into the, the the valley and you're just like you're ready for to pull release that trigger and ready to rock and roll well I mean yeah I mean
1: that's archery I think is way more important than even rifle hunting as long mm-hmm. as you can get your finger in the trigger hole you know that's mm-hmm. a big thing mm-hmm. there uh, but majority of your practicing throughout the summer and all that you're not wearing your gear you, mm-hmm. you should as much as you can. Yes. But you're not, it's 80, 90 degrees out, you're not putting your camo coat on and your gloves and hat to yeah. go shoot. So you want the much feel of that, you know, release whatever you're, whatever kind you're using. Mm-hmm. That's why I kind of like the thin as possible. I can feel where that trigger break is because I know where it is. So it's all summer mm-hmm. I shot with mm-hmm. no gloves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's one of the biggest thing. Yeah. And I use my hot hands in a uh, hand muff. That That's, I switched them. My little brother used them for years. I made fun of them. I tried it one time. I went and bought one, didn't tell him. Now he's going to probably know when he listens to this, but you know, like (laughs) that's my brother bought me one too. And it's (laughs) like,
0: but it's like, it's so true because it's like when you're in your, when you're in your, when you're have your hands in your pocket, you're, you're bound to pull stuff out. Like I've I've had, I've been interested. I pull my hands out and there goes my hot hands. Like, Oh, it's gonna
1: be a long day. Or your rangefinders long... down there, you oh. know? Yeah, yeah. Oh my word! That's like um,
0: <laughs> I have a, a buddy of mine down in Alabama, and he was hunting this past not this fall, but I think it was the previous fall. But he had one of those Thermocell mosquito repellent ones. Yeah. He, he sends a picture. He's in the trees. So it's sitting right there oh. at the bottom of his ladder, and it <laughs> fell out on his way up. So it's like that stuff right there. It's like those who don't know a thermos, those Thermocell mosquito things. Those things are worth their money. One hundred percent. It's like they're, they they may look a little expensive when you first buy them, but it's like. You buy the package, you, you buy the, the, the device, you buy the carrying case because then they, you can clip that onto anywhere because it yep. just makes sense to do that. Because mm-hmm. on the, the plastic, on it, it's very simple because they want to keep it cheap, low impact, yep. less noise as possible. Plus, then you buy the, the butane. But the biggest thing is buying those pads. Yes. It's like, like for me, it's like if you're doing a 12-hour day, you, you plan for a 14-hour day just or a 16-hour day just yep. to have... Those extra pads with you, definitely, and it's like I, I, they're they're worth the money. They're so worth the money. And those guys out there that want to get their girlfriends or wives in hunting, and you want, and they they don't like the cold, but they want to get out in something September, and October. You buy that because that will that you you will love it. And it's like and it's then it'll make your
1: relationship much better. Yeah, you can't see. I'm shaking my head here, guys. One hundred percent. I mean, mm-hmm. even last year, I, I bought an extra tree step just so I could screw it in to hang the thermosel closer to me, so you know yeah. the mosquitoes. It, it's night and day difference. Mm. It, it's Especially when you're
0: going bear hunting too and stuff like oh, those, yeah. those. Those flies attracted the bears. way I was listening to the Gritty Bowman. They were out hunting in BC here um, this past um, um, early spring or late to early fall. And it's like they're just like, you, you, they come up to the animal after it expired and it just they're, covered they're them. Just and covered. they set it right next to it and it's just gone. Yeah. And it's like dressing the bear was so seamlessly easy because you're not sitting there slapping the yeah. back of your neck in your hands yeah. because you dealing with mosquitoes. Boy, that's, that's, that's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And plus you, and it doesn't make you stink. Right. That, and it's like, I've tried the bracelet ones. Those are garbage. Absolute garbage. Yeah. Don't buy your money on them. No, it's like, it's like, cause it's good for some people that have hyper or aller- allergies to them or possibly, uh, um, that's what i looking for—it's from simple for the kids, but it's like it's not—it's just not worth it. No. And the nice cool thing is, like, the themselves really, really put some thought into it. Like, they—they they have ones that clear rooms for the decks, for the patios. Oh yeah, they have expanded a lot. The ones mm-hmm. lights built
1: in and everything mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and
0: it's—it's yeah. it's like you—you you buy what you need, and you're just you—you you just take care of it. That. That's the best part about yeah. it. And. The biggest thing is just making sure you always have pads. It's the most thing I can always stress upon because like each pad lasts for and, four and check, hours.
1: And check that butane before you leave. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh well, I always, I always,
0: I always have, one, I have a butane in the machine, in the device, in a and one I, I carry two extra ones because when you buy the carrying device, it has two pockets for both, uh, two pouch so, or two pockets on both sides. Oh. Then, you, then you, then you stuff your, um, your pads inside there. So this way, I always carry around forty eight hours worth. Grant, I'll never use a forty eight hours, but I have it because you know? it's like. Oh, Always be prepared. The Boy Scouts model. Well, oh, yeah. I should. I can't call it Boy Scouts anymore. It's called Scouts. That's yeah. a that's a weird situation. Right there. I'm yeah. wondering. I'm wondering when the first knocked up kid's gonna next. First knocked up Girl Scouts gonna come out of that one.
1: <laughs> I ain't touching that one, man. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding, right? That's it's,
0: it's it's a it's a hard topic to yep. I'm just hoping the Boy Scouts get a piece of that Girl Scout money. You know, what I mean oh, that, that,
1: that those cookies cookie money. Yeah, yeah. Mean, cookie money. Yeah. Boy Scouts have been stuck with popcorn for years. They get some of that cookie they, they money. Had popcorn when I was yeah. in Boy Scouts yeah. so that
0: was. Jesus,
1: uh, that's yeah, like 20 but, years ago, man. Yeah. That's that was a while ago.
0: No, oh. no, I've been What do you what are your thoughts on the Garmin laser sights, the the the, the range all built into one. What are, what's your thought on that?
1: Technology's crazy. Like it, you mm-hmm. never thought you we'd get to this point, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, the the concept behind I I'm I'm indifferent about technology. I'm a guy sitting here talking about, you know, cellular devices connected to game cameras. And now on a site, I'm going to say it's a little bit too much technology for me. I, I know I'm kind of fighting mm-hmm. a fine line there, but the idea behind it is the most ethical kill on the animal that you're hunting. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, that's a great thing to do. Um, but I also think when it comes to that, people are going to push the line. Um, with Raven, Raven Crossbows and Ten Point Crossbows, let's just look at their technology they've come out with the last two mm-hmm. years. Put mm-hmm. MOE at 100 yards for a crossbow. Well, that made people think they can shoot deer at 80 yards you know with a crossbow that mm-hmm. yeah the more ethical kill for them 40 yard shots but 80 it's not you mm-hmm. know so with mm-hmm. this i think you're gonna get hunters that it's gonna tell them that that's where their pin's gonna be uh, jeff you shoot bow all the time mm-hmm. you know at 60 yards you don't even think you're moving and your pin's on there and when you let go your pin's three feet over the target or behind it but your pin might be correct and where your range mm-hmm, is, is mm-hmm. just that little cant with your hand. The farther you go, the more there is for air, you know. Yes. And that's the way I think it's gonna give people confidence to shoot farther and not necessarily mm-hmm. do what Garmin wants it to do, you know.
0: Hundred, I completely understand it. I completely agree about it. Now, the unique thing is, from what I've listened to about it, is that uh, it, it, it caps out your range. If you, mm-hmm. if, if, it, if you're ranging something at hundred yards. And if you're, you have not programmed your site to do that, it won't let you do it, okay. which is a safety feature for on your behalf too. But it's right. like, and the price point is it makes, it's a little high mm-hmm. because it's like, I have a simple $90 Simmons one. It's like, I don't need a $400 Leopold scope mm, or range no, fighter because it's finder. like, why? Well, I'm not shooting 1200 yards. Right. It's like why would it's like if you have like it's one of those things that comes out in your money and your your budget. But I uh, do understand like the com- the combination to them because now you're you have less movement, you're gonna be a little more accurate, cool. and so it has that
1: aspect of them. and like, I, I've missed deer when you, you're pulled on them and they're walking through the woods, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're at thirty five yards, and when you first ranged them, it was twenty two. I yeah. mean, you don't realize, you know, going behind one tree, um, like what it does, you know. Oh, yeah. And I understand that that's an awesome concept. I mean, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. with, was it? I think it was Vendetta or someone had a rangefinder. Leopold came a little we it bounced Vende- right on. Yeah. yeah, it's the Vendetta yeah, I mean, one and two, and right. they
0: discontinued it because there's a little. The price point was a little. I mean, that was a little more, but it added ten
1: ounces of extra weight on your bow. That's so, uh, heavy. That's, that's heavy. another thing that I was gonna say. Like even with this Garmin sight, it's a heavy sight. I shoot an IQ sight, and it's a heavy sight. I have, I don't know what the weight is between the
0: IQ because I shoot shoot H and J, mm-hmm. and it's like I've been, I've been dancing around about switching to the uh, like a three pin because a single pin, it's like I. I how much time I had to struggle because it's like I, I had a deer come in and I had to ra- I had to range it four or five times before I can even draw back because it kept on moving and mm-hmm. I had to I had to rearrange the pin and stuff like that. So it's like, well, what do I want to look into? I'm not gonna drop the eight hundred bucks on us on that site, but it's like I wouldn't think about going back to a three or four pin site just because it's like then I don't I'm not looking to playing with it, I have to worry about
1: pin gapping. So it's And I totally one hundred on board with you. That's why I went with the IQ, their their pro hunter. It's mm-hmm. got two fixed, and the mm-hmm. bottom one's a traveling pin. Okay. So and that, I mean, I think I have mine sighted into like sixty-five yards, and it's all it is is a crank on the bottom, and it that only the bottom pin drops. Mm. I know, like Dead Ringer has one where it'll move the whole sight frame. Okay. Um, but this is just the one pin. You turn the knob. It's it's pretty cool. Uh, when mm. we shoot next time, I have to show you. It um, to but add. it does add weight to your. I, I think it's funny. I went and bought a carbon bowl and mm-hmm. then put a heavy sight on it. But you know, it's it's. I don't know, I love it, and it's you know, yeah. the micro pins, I think, 1.9 pins, you know, then. Mm-hmm. 1.9 pins are really good, because even with my eyes, my eyes are starting to,
0: because we're getting to the point where we, we, you and I grew up with the internet. We started with a 28.4 dial-up, and then went to yeah. 56K, and we had this, so it's like our eyes are getting damaged from the, the time we spend it from a laptop, from a PC, or cell phone, cell, oh, cell phones are even phones worse. Are worse yeah. And so now it's like, I don't feel comfortable shooting anything over 50. It's like, it's like, I will wait, and if it's at 51 yards like i will let it walk because i don't want to risk a bad shot on it like I, I know my skills i can hit it yep but i want to i want to make sure that i know i hit it and it's like i watched the arrow go through it some of yep. like that because like when i shot my deer here a couple of years my buck a couple of years ago it was only at 26 yards but i watched the arrow go straight through the um just above the shoulder into the rib cage and almost out the other side it was a little bit heavier a little bit made, made yeah. a complete pass through yeah and what i'm thinking about now it's like i want i'm Really think I'm moving to a 34 axle axle just because I feel I, I feel more comfortable with it because it's just like I got bigger hands and it's like I, I just I'm a little bit stronger I have a 31 uh, Impulse 31 for Elite love the bow I don't think, and I'm not sure if I want to get rid of it because it works great for okay. compact things but I like I like that longer one because then I can shoot aluminum arrows and I feel a little more and I I want to get the higher FOC up there so this way yep. then I'd rather have a 16 inch wound instead of a two inch wound coming out of one side. And, like, with my buck I shot that year, uh, in 2017, if, if I didn't double lung it, I would have never found it because I hit it so high up, no blood came out. It's like, yep. oh, man. It's like I was telling Alicia, like, the benefits. When we actually came across and like, this is why like shooting in the lungs because now, A, I get to keep the heart, and it's, in, <laughs> and it's in the cavity is going to fill the blood. So when I actually go and pull everything out, it's like I don't have to worry. It's like I just – as long as you don't nick the sack,
1: yep. you're good. You're good there, yeah. You know? But no, I, I actually I switched to thirty four. That's why the carbon def- defined mm-hmm. thirty four is what mm-hmm. I shoot, and it, it is a lot more comfortable. Like you're saying, even head positioning and everything, it, it's more. It shoots more like a target bow than a hunting bow, mm-hmm. you know. And which it, is it, weird, like that's the unique thing about all the like anybody that shoots a thirty
0: four. It's like all those bows feel that way. Especially they put yeah. some really good engineering in yep. it. Yeah. And it's like it all comes down to like how each company designed the split limb because it's like one impulse or one elite went to the split limb it didn't trip my trigger no but it's like I, I love the split uh a limb on Hoyt's Matthews uh Bowtech all those Bo-tech, they're just yep. they're, they're really comfortable shooting. shoot yeah, I mean yeah. I just like 70 pounds just, let's rock and roll buddy oh, and yeah. let's just yeah.
1: shoot yeah yeah. I, I shot all those in Ed just came down to it. it was a little brand loyalty for me I shot Hoyt my entire life that's why I mm-hmm. stuck with them. but I mean I shot the rain uh and Matthews what did they have that year um which year you talking about? Two years ago. Well hit tri-X. 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 Yes, x tri Yes, that was the and one. That, first. That's a great
0: boat. Too, it is a good boat. You know, but the I, Vertex is a good one, too. It's a yeah, solid one. Yeah. Um, Tony, which is going to he's already been on the podcast once, but he's going to be hes gonna be coming up again. And he got the Vertex, and you know the 1-0 shoot? Mm-hmm. Took first. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's like, he, but he, he's he been hunting, bow hunting for a lot of years. He's got, he put the, the time behind the string. And so it's like, it's just, it's a solid bow. And it's mm-hmm. like, just because he had the bow doesn't mean he got the, it was all because of talent. So even when you're like, even between like an HHA IQ or even the Garmin site, it all comes down to the archer because we can all have that, that, that uh, dopamine dump. And it's like, that's the adrenaline dump. That's where it monkeys everybody out. But the, what I found like, why I like bow hunting so much more is like, you, you can see that buck come up over the hill, but it's like, he's 50 yards out. I need to get him closer. Yeah. So it's like, now you have time to take deep breaths, yeah. cool your attitude down, be a little more, thought, uh, be more thoughtful about your shot, placement. Well, and then
1: You it. know, and it, and Ian, with our tree, it, right, he walks behind that tree, I can pull at that tree. And then he walks, you know, you got to plan it out. It's mm-hmm. a process that it kind of chews up some of the buck fever, you know, because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you got to plan out where you're going to pull – what angle he's going to be at, you know, by the time you're pulling that trigger. Mm-hmm. And then and once you make the shot, you can just collapse in your stand. Hopefully you're wearing a harness, you know, because yeah, when I shot that buck, you were the first
0: person I talk, said message to
1: yep. was you. Oh, yeah, were like, you were the first person That's I sent awesome. that text message to. <laughs> it. And I said, I
0: sent it to Alicia, it's like, you should have waited, should have waited. And it's like, and then if, and if the worst part was, is if we would have laid a little bit longer, here comes the could I would have tagged out back oh, to back within man. 20 minutes, but yeah. it's like, you know, get a little excited you don't expect to see a doe come behind it you know no, and it's like no, and it, but the, I should have been thinking about it because it was like this was right when the peak rut was happening yeah. where I was hunting at because it's like it, it it didn't it didn't it was it was still it's still not necessarily peak rut but it was coming down the tail end of the rut of yep. uh, that between October the th- like 26th to like the November like 8th or ninth you know because mm. I mean that's a pretty big window of rut mm. right there and especially mm-hmm. if you know your land is like for me the rut seems to be hitting right around that uh october 31st to right right around the eighth or ninth cell but we're going to be hitting, we're going to, th- Halloween has a whole nother motivation
1: behind yeah, it now. When you so. get a little older and you get some land to hunt, Halloween mm-hmm. don't mean the same. We're dressing up, but we're, we're looking a little different. Yeah, yeah we're, we're going to go, we're, <laughs> we're, we're going we're gonna to play a trick. Uh, and the best part is our treat too. much uh, better. The gentleman I hunt with, he made fun of me because I, I do face paint. I don't like face masks. Mm, okay. And I, I did the old jack-o'-lantern look. Oh, nice. Yeah, he gave me a hard time all day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, if you would have came back with a big old, beautiful yeah, not to, not so I said I would have to do it every, every year then You exactly because got <laughs> for
0: me i i i like the face mask just because it's like i've been in where you have face where you have the wind blowing at you and it's like but if you're in a situation where you don't have to worry about the wind so much mm-hmm. it's, it makes nine day difference but um uh one of the places where we hunt, it sits down in the valley so it's like when we're in a tree stand the wind comes from the Lanos property through through it and then it's like hits a tree stand and goes out to the field so but if i'm down below it's like don't really win me but it's like I caught that buck in the same location, but it's like the way he came in was much different, and the wind was dead. Yep. And so it's really weird. It's like I really paid attention to thermals this year a lot more. Because yes. it's like I've been spending a lot of time watching. I Like I binge watched uh, Fresh Tracks on Hulu. Hulu. Yep. And it's like paying attention to your thermals makes a night and day difference, especially when you're hitting that 10, 30, 11 o'clock hour.
1: And in this area that we live in, you know, the south southwest corner of Wisconsin mm-hmm. and Minnesota, uh, thermals are huge with these bluffs, the ups mm-hmm. and downs. It, mm-hmm. it is a completely different wind direction at seven o'clock in the morning. You you could look at your phone or your, you know AccuWeather, it's a west wind. Oh, I'm gonna go sit in my west wind stand. Ain't a west wind. that once that sun comes up, it's pushing up that hill. It could be a north wind, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, down here it's a way more important thing. I've learned that over the last three years hunting down here. Thermals are very important. Yes. Um, and you know know your times of day. You know in the morning it's going up and night is going down. I mean it, it's you know, it's all on heat. Mm-hmm. Know, remember cool. remember that, that stuff in science class that you ne- said you're never going to use again. Well, hunters, you can use it a little bit. Oh, yeah. But you know? well, that science class, was <laughs> full <laughs> yeah, of shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um,
0: and uh, I just had my thought in my head. I was going to talk about, uh, oh, well, must have been not that important. It's like, you know, it's like <laughs> as you get older, it's like you realize, like, I was going to say something, but I don't remember what I was going to say. It's like, oh, must
1: not have been important must enough not, to say yeah. We'll come back to you in two minutes. <laughs> no, 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 no kidding. No, no, isn't that the truth there? Um, now,
0: one thing we're talking about, like when we're when we're getting our game faces on for it, is eating, sleeping, and hydration. Now, you you brought this in your notes, and it's like, so how do you view eating when you're out once one se- when hunting season starts? How do you adapt your diet to man- maintain your your most focused?
1: Um. It's easy to junk. I mean, because you're hunting odd times of the day. You're, you know, if you're coming out at noon or something, I'll go around to McDonald's get get a burger or something. Uh, it all reflects scent. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. If you eat terrible, you're gonna smell terrible. It, That's you're very gonna true. sweat, and it's gonna. You don't think it's making an impact? It's going to. Especially um, how your breakfast too. On top of that too. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, I'm not a huge breakfast eater. I work third shift, so breakfast isn't that important to me. But, um, always hunting season i um, a big, you know, honey oats guy for breakfast, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of oatmeal kind of base. Cause that's, a, you know, a good energy mm-hmm. builder. Uh, got keep, some weight to it. Got some weight to it. Um, because if you're going to pull 11 hour day out there, you know, it's, you need some, you need fuel, you know, and walking in here, you know, going up and down these hills again. Um, and don't be afraid to pack a lunch. I mean, Jeff and I have talked about a lot of gear that we bring with us. Mm-hmm. Well, we both have packs that we carry. I mean, mm-hmm. my backpack mm-hmm. is probably my number two important thing, mm-hmm. uh, besides my bowl. Well, the harness, obviously, without saying, is your number one because yes. always you wear them. Yeah, hands down. People want you to come home. I mean, that's without saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the backpack carries everything. So don't be afraid. Of, you know, you want a pack of water. Uh, yes. Or you know, if you if you're sick of water, you know, stick with. Uh, I did a lot of body armor this year. Uh, they're they're really good. Coconut water you okay. know, mixed with flavors.
0: I'm not a coconut fan, but it's like I I get what you're, where you know, you're going. i the I'm hydration still, thing. You know, it's easy to grab an energy drink or you know
1: stick mm-hmm. with coffee all day.
0: But I uh, don't stick with coffee. See, it's like I got in, I got. I met the the owner of um, Cowboy Coffee Chew, and it's yep. it was a game changer for me because. Yep. Now instead of instead of having coffee when I get out there, because well now it's like I'm gonna have a bladder full, and and we all know what co- uh, co- coffee makes you do.
1: Well, I figured <laughs> well this was a
0: good solution, and it has been a game changer because yeah. it's like from from when I get out to my tree stand at, at four or five o'clock in the morning until about noon, I'm pretty well sustainable, you know. And I ha- and then like I pack a water bladder with me so this way I can sip on it. So this way I'm I'm not my goal whole goal is to stay hydrated but not fill my bladder because yeah. it's like but also please bring a Gatorade bottle. Bring, bring the big, bring the wide uh, lip ones because believe me, guys, you'll love it. Now for ladies. Now they, uh, they make what they call a shiwi, and Alicia bought one from off of Wish, but you can pick it off on Amazon and buy it from Wish. It's just cheaper, but it, it's allows them to, to be much more. And if you want, and if she wants to hunt and she wants to take it seriously, you need to take her hygiene far more serious than yours because we, we can, we can work around, it, but with hers, no. it's like And then plus on top of the two, like where we had the fish sitting on, yeah that's 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 a shit bucket right there because it's like it works because it's, it's a perfect spine size. It's, it's, yep. it has a strength to be able to hold hers weight and my weight and stuff like that too so it's like you might as well make it work
1: yeah yeah i mean it, i guess they when we go back to it they can be a grind like if say if you took a week off to hunt the rut like you mm-hmm. planned it your whole year don't throw it away from you know not you're sitting in your stand and you're so hungry you're you're, you're growling like i need mm-hmm. to go in Eat quiet ain't.
0: stuff, too. But that's what I've learned. Uh, PB&J,
1: man. That, that is my stay. That's I think sweet. I live in November on PB&J. Because,
0: number one, it's quiet.
1: Yep. And then, two, it's filling. It's got it's got protein in there. And because the smell isn't bad. You know, like peanut butter. and A lot of these foods that you you can buy. Mm-hmm. Some of uh, these attractants have peanut butter yeah, yeah. or nuts in it. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, well, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing, too, because like, I've
0: had my dad's like he said he shot bucks and does smell like diesel fuel because to them it's it's an exotic it's a smell yep. and they, it's like I don't know what this is I'm gonna mm-hmm. check this out yep. and sure enough it's like his black powder barks <laughs> blouch it's like <laughs> boom it's like I got a deer <laughs> and it's like and it's it's weird because like everybody has different experiences from it mm-hmm. and it's like you know it's just how it is yep. even like I've I've heard some people say like fox urine. Like yep. it's not a bad thing to have too because the deer almost use them as a, as a uh, point of reference because their eyesight's not always the best because they have slits, mm-hmm. slits slit lenses, but their ears are what really, but it, it's, it's their nose and their ears combined. It really gives them their, their direction, you know, but they, when they have a fox nearby, it's like their, 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 their sights, their height and senses are far greater than theirs are. So it's like, they just kind of dart around. Oh. Of course you can't walk out there wearing a, uh, a, uh, uh, Boar scent, you know, it's so like you don't want to smell
1: like a bear when you're walking. Oh, right, That'll yeah, be I know. good. Um, I've you know, cover scents and stuff, i you know, dabbled through everything through the year. You try mm-hmm. everything. Uh, I've had really good luck, good success with a uh, nose jammer the last couple years. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely, you know, it seems counteractive when you're trying to put some like dough urine or and heat out when you're trying to jam their nose at the same time. So, I use it. You got to use it, you know, strategically. Correct. Yeah, like yeah. I, use, I use my my nose.
0: I use uh, my nose jammer or like a scent spray. Like I usually get one. It's like Real Earth. Yep. But what I do is like I'll use it when I'm coming out of my tree stand, yep. or when I te- when I check my cameras. That's yep. that's the only time I use those because it's like they're so they're they're so noticeable. And they're so off putting. It's like you don't want to r- lose the effect of uh, the the and heat or the dominant right. buck or whatever. If you're if you're using it. yeah. Yep. Yep. Now I, this year I was I used um, dominant buck. From uh, uh, Cook's uh, Deer tractons, mm-hmm. uh based out of Northern Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I brought bucks and I never seen before. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Never seen before. He was telling me that. You tell me this now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a nice thing. Is like Rich is a great guy. He is yeah. very humble. Him and I've had some conversations and stuff like that. And he's just a very nice guy. I'm gonna have him on the podcast. He was okay. uh, um, how I got turned on. Like I, I found him through Instagram. Actually, I think he found me or vice versa. And we, we worked out an agreement where I could be part of his pro staff, and which I lo- love his products. And then he was on uh, Where to Hunt podcast with Eric. And I thought that was really, really well done. Eric did a great job of conducting the, the – um, inter- I wouldn't say necessarily an interview. It was a really good conversation, so I can't call it an interview. But he asked some really good questions. And Rich broke it down in, in, in a very simplistic, scientific way and how it all works. And he knows his stuff. And so I recommend if you have a chance to to, to download Where to Hunt on your phone and listen to that episode, and it's a game changer, man, because it, it changed my whole approach. And yeah. then also uh, talking to Jeff Helmers, that runs uh, Big Racks; those guys have probably been my one of my two biggest influences this past season. Yeah. So it's like sometimes the technology may not have to be there. So well, like you just focus on like some tips from better hunters because like
1: I've like guys you're guys saying ducks. though the technology brings us hunters together though you oh, mean yes. you're using Instagram, you're using Twitter, you mm-hmm. know you're, that's you're, very true. You know that I mean that's when we talked a little bit beforehand we were going to touch on technology. I thought like mm-hmm. so, some of the stuff out there the gear wise we're getting kind of ridiculous with some stuff. I mean that's going to mm-hmm. happen. You know it happens in, in everyday things. It's just kind of like the evolution of the the, the tech industry. Right, right. But you know if you're using it. To connect with another guy and mm-hmm. say hey man what's working for you or you know uh it's a great tool mm-hmm. you know i like the wear to hunt app because this way yeah. if you're hunting public land it's like you
0: just log into it and use it because this way then you can be respectful it's like all right so this guy's already here yep. he's over here so it's like that means i gotta play the wind to make a run because i want to ruin his hunt exactly. but it's like and the funny thing is like they have these people have this keyboard courage but when you meet him face to face they're they're, they're down to earth people mm-hmm. it's like, it's the only reason why is like they're not going to talk smack to you because you're right there in front of them. It's like yep. really going to take us. Like I got a firearm right here. You want to really talk shit <laughs> to me? <laughs> no, it's it, but it's 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 not like that though. It's it's great that how we can bond on that stuff because that's how I met most of all the people I know. That's how we met exactly. Because uh, but the biggest thing is our responsibility for it. Because like uh, the uh, grip and grins. That's a that's like we hunters are our own enemies. Right. Like we, just, like, we shame stop. us. I'm
1: gonna say it right now. Stop. Like fighting with each other. I mean, yeah. we're here this common fight. Mm-hmm. What I seen a post the other day: ninety three percent of America does not hunt. Mm-hmm. So we're we're a losing battle here. Yes. You know, we need to. We can't fight amongst ourselves if they're wanting to take our guns. You know, it starts with guns. Next, we're losing bows. We got to stay together, mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. not gonna do it being you know the step brother that fights with each other. You know, it's it's not gonna work that way and right now Wisconsin has legislation on the
0: docket to, to eliminate uh, um, contests for wildlife right and uh, if that gets passed that's going to go across the country because now we have Wisconsin as a president so we as individuals need to maintain our own ethics to it but also we need to stand up for it because we in order to maintain our culture we need to be the better per- person of it and we can't divide into tribes we can't talk smack about crossbows vertical bows I mean I heard this thing about what ver- between crossbows and vertical bows it's like that's just making sense. You have crossbows, you have bows. Like there's no difference. between Well, you them. can
1: have your own opinion. I oh, yeah. do, but I'm yeah. not going to sit here and tell you. Oh, you're no, you're not a hunter because you shot it with a crossbow. You know, you're still out there. You're still yeah. doing that. You know, like oh yeah, you still pull the trigger or, or buck shaming. So I think some of the worst buck shaming is the guys that posted their own pictures mm-hmm. when they say, "Oh, it's not the biggest buck in the woods." Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you say that? It's you. Was, was it your heart minutes? in your throat when you pulled that trigger? Mm-hmm. Did you? Do you Text your wife, your son, your dad like immediately after shaking. You're, mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. Put that on there. Don't put, well, he's not a big one. I, I have an opportunity to hunt some land that we, we have run a very strict lease. but, you know, we're 140, 145 inch or bigger is what they want for the be on this lease. Mm-hmm. Which I don't, you know, how many deer I had to pass this year? Probably at least a dozen or so. Oh man, I mean, it was, you, it was, you was sent me some videos of them. Yeah, and it's like you're it's like I can shoot him, I can shoot <laughs> yeah. him, but I can't. That's my choice. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you shot a spike. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. If it mm-hmm. gets your motor running, mm-hmm. shoot them. I'll tell you, I shot that doe this year. I was, I was jack, man. I called mm-hmm. my brother and I was. He thought I shot, you know, a hundred eighty inch ten pointer. All I shot was a hundred ten pound doe, and I was still pumped. You mm-hmm. know, it. That's why we hunt, mm-hmm. and we hunt for a freezer full of meat. I mean, that yeah, saves that, a lot of money. Yeah, man. i single guy living at home. Venison's on the menu a lot. So, yeah, especially when you, get, when you have to throw in a truck payment, insurance payment, oh, health insurance. Oh, yeah.
0: Everything required by federal law. It's like, it gets expensive. <laughs> and it's like, in, yeah. in order to, it's like we had to subsidy, it, but it's like our free food is pretty expensive. Yeah. But, then the, but it's, right. it's, it's, it's just the initial cost. You know, it's like, I tell anybody, it's like, you, like they're going to go hunt. It's like, buy a $100 gun, buy a $1,000 scope. And you're good. Because <laughs> it's like, because eventually your eyes are going to go bad. So it's like, you buy, you spend the money on a nice scope And initially. That's why I went, I, when I was looking at scopes here two years ago, I, I fell in love with the Crossfire 2 from Vortex because the eye relief on it is amazing. And the, and the cost for it. And Amy. the cost is ridiculously cheap. And plus, it's like my 30 out six could range at maybe 600 yards, but I'm never going to shoot that far. Right. But the cool thing is, it has little notches underneath you, it. It yeah. lets me know you got where that my. Reticle, yeah. yeah, it's like the reticle is so nice, but it's got a four-inch um, eye relief. So yep. I'm not sitting up close. So it's I like put, I've seen people scope did themselves. you three-by-nine? Three by nine by forty, yeah. Yep, that's mm-hmm.
1: what I uh, would just put on my cousin's uh, Winchester XR. We put that on there. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, solid t- scope, man. Yeah, for one hundred fifty bucks. I, I wanted to trade them straight up this year for rifle, rifle for rifle. I'm like you can take mine, <laughs> and I should I got a loophole on mine, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah the crossfires. They're a, even like in their own ranks of things. Like I like crossfire more than I like like the the Diamondback. That mm-hmm. that eye relief is just amazing. Mm-hmm. You
0: know it oh yes especially know. like right now I've been seeing all my family members starting to have to get glasses and like I'm the only one in my family does does not have to wear glasses and that says a lot because me and my grandma my uncles my dad my brothers my sisters all have know. to wear glasses and I,
1: I don't I think it's me and my sister the only ones left in my family mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but it's like one
0: of those things where it's like we're telling about it's like staring at a computer screen it's going to make it it's just like like I said if you buy a nicer scope you're going to you're gonna save your eyes mm-hmm. oh yeah Especially where we hunt at, too. It's like I got a 40 because it's like I want that more light to, to get in the aperture so I can see everything clearly. And it's like, and if I can't, and this allows me to make sure I, I execute on that ethical sh- uh, shot. And plus, the biggest thing is practice, practice. Practice.
1: practice, yes, yes, sir. That's right in my notes there too. I yeah, I copy <laughs> that word for word, right there man.
0: Because it's like for me, it's like one one. I, I I practice year round when it comes down to archery because we got we we got we're we're blessed here in the like most every place you can shoot archery anywhere. Like uh, oh. there's there's some communities and like like Minneapolis for an example, they actually have outdoor ranges all throughout the city, free,
1: That's awesome. free of charge.
0: Yep, and you, and you just take care of them. As long as they're in, and the best part is everybody respects them. Right, Noe monkeys with them and stuff like that. And it's great. I, I I can't I can't use them myself because my poundage is, is a little high on my bow. It's like I had seventy pounds. It's like uh, you get to July or August and then you only use hay bales because it's like it's just it's yeah. just cheaper and and of course people get sticky fingers because they get envious because like I want that but I don't want to work for it but it's like there and I'm gonna steal it mm-hmm. and so and it's like so I I've, I find myself just bearing arrows. So I went and I bought a Reinhardt um eighteen side target. Love it, man. They are cutting edge and they're made they're here in made, Wisconsin yeah, too. They're,
1: they're amazing target. Yeah, them and uh, I, sh- I shot uh, got the full rut this year at Glendale. I have I have that exact his target's right behind his head here. I have that target at home, and oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I also have a. I mean, it's yeah, those two targets. You shoot anything into them and they oh. all come out. I oh mean, yes, I mean I, we both shoot Broadway. huge uh, expandables mm-hmm. and they still come out, you know, yeah, cause
0: I got, cause I introduced you to, to the, uh, the, the, the veteran from uh, veteranip.com veteran yep. IP.com and I, sh- you, you can, you can see the difference. I put it up next to a rage and I showed him like, this is, which one do you want to go with? Yep. Cause it's like the, the, the cutting edges on them. And the cool thing is, is like every component is, is manufactured in the United States and it's veteran owned and operated. And a majority of the staff is veteran. You yep. know? So it's like, it's like, Keep it, keep it going, man. And they just released on, a new one too, didn't they? Yeah, they released a seventy-five. Yeah. It's a limited run, yep. but on top of it too, I just got done talking to Matt today, and he was saying that
1: they're they're gonna, they're expanding to a bigger shop. Oh, wow! Yeah, so it's like way to go, guys. I want to get some of them 175s and uh, whack some turkeys with them this spring. Oh, I think that'd man, be, a that'd be an a blast. awesome. Head, yeah, that'd be a blast. Yeah, I
0: don't know how many, I don't know how many, how, how big the run's gonna be, but yeah. it's gonna be awesome. Plus, on top of the two, he got into into WalMarts all across the country, yeah. so yeah. it's great. So it's like, I, I every time I go in WalMarts here in, in Lacrosse, I message him like. But then again, now we're past the season right. for it, so it's like, well, we gotta wait until turkey season. Hopefully, we'll get them back in. And by telling them, like, hey, we don't have them here yet, just give me the heads up. Plus, it's good feedback for them because I'm not angry with them because it's like you're talking about Walmart here. So it's like they may be a very wealthy con- company, but they don't always hire the brightest people. Oh right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Um, I'll, getting back to practice, practice, practice is like, you need to practice whether it's whether you're or with archery or with a firearm. You need to practice every single, as much as you possibly can. And,
1: and that's, that's a tough thing to do during season, especially mm-hmm. archery season where it is so long. You, you could sit 10 days in a row, but you'd never shot your bow. If you really think about that, that's a long time with your muscles and, relax and your muscle memory relax exactly. too. Exactly. And if you get a split second to make this shot, it, it could be a buck for a lifetime or whatever. You know or miss of a lifetime and you'll regret it for the next 10 years yep I had that <laughs> <laughs> or hit a tree that that'll happen too uh, no, knock on wood I haven't hit a tree yet yeah. no that's that's why I fell victim to this year it was a nice branch I knew the branch was there but thought I could get through it that never works yeah never yeah. Works. you know
0: you always always trust your gut but yeah. the, the cool thing is though it's like if you like if you get if you get out of your stand to go like if you need to do if you need to do number two or something like that take that time while you're out of your stand and shoot your bow like you shoot like 10 times And like Because usually for me It's like my third one I'm right on the money Because my muscles are warmed up Ready to rock and roll My yep. evening sets are I feel much more confident in them And then even like that If you're lucky enough To like If your, your plot of land Isn't too far from your house If I had a home That's like only like 10-15 minutes from my house Like my my uh, sister's boyfriend's place He's got a really nice uh, Backyard spotlight So it's like When we get done It's like we'll just put through, Roll the target out there And throw a couple arrows at night Pass out And Get ready for the next day.
1: Yeah, I mean that's. I gotta put a new light in the backyard. Cause that's a great idea, actually. But yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, just
0: make it a bigger one, and then it's like. And plus, the cool thing is a lot of them are can be solar powered, so you can mm-hmm. run a battery on them. And it's like, yep. and you can just like some of them have remote controls on them. So it's like if you have a yard where you, you have the light behind you, but you're not, you want to have a light light coming from the side, but you don't want to upset your neighbors. You can just figure out how to make it happen, and then you can have one coming from the side. So this way, then you have at least two. Uh, panes of light sh- or two rays of light showing at your targets so this way, then you can at least see it a little bit clearer. Yep. So this yep. way, then you're your your your
1: everything's clicking, you know. I mean, and like you said, I think the biggest thing during mid season is keeping that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it it you know how much it can change just a quarter inch on your on your anchor point. Mm-hmm. That's a foot. Yes. I mean, that's a that's over a foot at forty yards. You know, yes. so I mean, that's that's significant from you know. Luckily me, I hit a branch, missed missed the deer. You know mm-hmm. that that's mm-hmm. what happened to me this year. Um, if I would have wounded it, I mean it would have. You know this this was a, a giant eight pointer. I mean he was a hundred forty five inch eight pointer that I that mm-hmm. I shot at. Wow. You know and you know if I had to watch him run away and lay up somewhere, you know, I, I, it was crushing. You know it, it's <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like losing everything you work for and then you you mess it up that way. It would have been terrible. Mm-hmm. But you know. So at
0: least, you, at least it's, just like it's a clear mist and you're not yep. injuring the animal. But yep. the unique thing is, though, as I was listening to Dirk and talk about like the like 6% of all missed deer or injured deer can go on and leave healthy lives until the next time around for it. And like the bones will heal around it and stuff oh, like it, that. It, they're amazing animals. They're, they're, they're very amazing. And you yeah. get this, too. Like white tails have the fastest cl- uh, um, clogging blood out there for the entire species out there. So it's like when you can't find a deer, it makes sense. Why now?
1: Yeah, they, they, right?
0: it, it may not be instant, but it's like it's enough to give you a headache, and especially like when you're panicking for twelve to
1: sixteen hours. Like, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> That's why we shoot ridiculously big expandable broadheads That is <laughs> <laughs> it's so true but it's like
0: and like i'm a weekend warrior because like my hunt land's not not close by so it's like i have the luxury of going to the local range here and i have a buddy of mine that has a spot out in, in brownsville where when i go out fishing with him it's like i'll bring my bowl along with me throw a couple arrows down down the road there and so like i can just go from there because the nice thing is like i can set it up and he has this beautiful it's like it's the the way the his lake house is it has a wall of uh, rock rock wall behind everything okay. so, yeah, so way yep. yeah so I just I can just put the sight up there and if I miss it well that's my fault but it's like when you're shooting maximum reds yeah you're gonna hit that target because those arrows are so expensive so expensive <laughs> yep. so, and like I've gotten to the point now where I only shoot three arrows at a time because I am not gonna Robin Hood one of these yep. arrows that, that's, that's 15 uh... bucks right there that's expensive mm-hmm. that, but then you the, the times that by two that's 30 bucks like nope I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I, yeah, half a dozen is like ninety dollars. Like
1: yeah, I, I switched to uh, the Victory extortions last year. Those are those are sharp arrows too. Well, those are they're they're pricey. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they hit
0: hard. Yes, uh, they hit. Hard. That's why I went with the 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 because like I went to shields because my sister gave me a, a fifty dollar gift card. So it's like well I'm gonna use it someplace. It's like so I just went there and I was like I told the guy give me every arrow you own and we just and I just started putting them everywhere and it's like I started pulling them out using all field test field tips. At ten yards, but it's like you know I'm looking at the depth, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like I try every spectrum. I just like this one makes sense to get. It. I don't have the money to get it now. And Sure enough, the week later came back, bought it on the spot. I bought it. I was like, cut them all. This is my
1: length. Just do it. Yeah, yeah I went and I and I'm a big, um, you know, speed is not as big of a thing as it was ball like three years ago with bows. Everybody mm-hmm. wanted to be shooting the fastest bow, but then we realized that fast bows don't, you know, normally end up with, you know, great kinetic energy and uh, energy, energy, downtown, energy uh, down yes. range. Mm-hmm. So I, I went the other route. I, you know, I pull, I think 75 pounds on mine. I got a, I got 31 inch draw length. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm only cutting off three quarters of an inch of an arrow when I, when I'm, mm-hmm. so I'm getting <laughs> that full like spear coming at them. No kidding. Um, and I went heavier. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I went, you know, with the extortions, they're already a heavy arrow because mm-hmm. um, they got that stainless weaved in them. I want with the weight forward, you know, mm, for um, the FOC. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it it slows my bow way down. Um, but when, even when I'm shooting my block target, it's going in there four or five inches. I mean, it's going through the back of it. It's uh-huh. amazing. Like, it, it's kinetic energy, especially if you're going to shoot mechanical products. Whatever mechanic, we can sit mm-hmm. here and argue who's better on what mechanical product. But if you're going to shoot them, you need that kinetic energy to open up mm-hmm. is what you need when it hits. And yeah. you won't be disappointed uh, shooting a heavy arrow um, you know, you still can shoot out the forty yards with them. I don't see why Whitetail you need to shoot much farther than forty yards. Yeah, um, especially in the wooded areas that we we hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, they're accurate, hit hard. I'm telling you, they're game changing Even your your Reds with the weight forward and the spine technology, dual spine. Um, yeah, heavier. I, in my opinion, uh, the way to go. One hundred.
0: I, gr- I agree because it's like it's one of those things where. I'd rather have a 16 inches uh, wound going past through than a two inch hole, where it's like, if, depending where your shot placement was, you may not get the blood spread, a uh, blood um, splatter you need to track the, the animal so. It's like yeah, it's like I agree, I agree. The higher FOC you go, the way it goes. Uh, Doctor Miller, I know he's been on Dudley's podcast several times and several other people, and it's like he's he like pretty much pioneered the FOC because like he did most of all of his research there over in Africa with some of the biggest hides out mm, there. Right. And so it's like and his broadheads are just massively huge, but boy, they punch straight through. Mm-hmm. Like he his some of them, some of them, I think his lightest one's like a hundred four hundred seventy-five grains or something like that, where we're shooting hundred grain right. ones. So it's like yeah, it's like yeah. there's a big difference there, but. When you when you decide to move up to a higher FOC, spend that time because like right now in February, January, March, that's the time to actually start playing around new arrows and, and go
1: you know don't be afraid of the, the pro shops. I mean these guys they do it for a living you know to talk with like in our area Anthony's great. He's the one that well kind of talked me into these arrows. We, we mm-hmm. sat down and he showed me what he sets up. You know mm-hmm. don't be afraid of these guys. They're 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 they love archery. They love hunting. You know just because they have State of the art stuff because they work at the shop doesn't mean they're gonna they're not gonna be there to put you down. They're gonna give you the best mm-hmm. for your setup. And they're they're really good about that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we're blessed in this area to have something like that. Yes. But th- it's in every area. I mean, you go on Instagram and you see every guy is you know talking about their great archery shop or how they helped his son. You know, don't be afraid of these places. Go in there, talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a hometown field, it's great. Yeah,
0: because I have a buddy of mine down in Arizona, he bought his first uh, G five bow. And yeah. he had he, he had such a good experience with the the uh, um, staff that they had there. It's like he went back to the guy he and he, and he went did everything through him. He talked to the guy, the guy like he, the guy asked him to write him on a question because he, he's telling me like I should have him on a podcast. He's like, all right, well, we'll figure out some way to make him happen on there because he just he was just so so blown away about the questions he asked, mm-hmm. what his budget was and everything like that. And it's like, and he just, and he, he just fell in love. He's getting to practice. He gets to shoot now, and yeah. now it's like he's just trying to figure out how to separate the money to be able to put money into a fund so he can get the Arizona tags he wants to go hunting uh-huh. for. You know, and I told him it's like if you can't do, if you don't have the opportunity to go out there, it's like just go out there and uh, shed hunt. You know what I mean? Just go out there and look at it. It's like I, um I, I'd go to certain areas. Like every once in a while, Alicia and I would have to go up to. Uh, like Eau Claire or something like that. We will pull off the sides some public land or something like that, or like, and I would just blow it right there, just like to see if I can get somebody to talk back to me, mm-hmm. or to see if I can get some movements. Just to like to learn my skills, so this mm-hmm. way when it comes go time, you go from there. I know um, Deer Society comes up with some really good tutorials, mm-hmm. and YouTube, like you telling me, it's like that's how you learn how to tur-
1: turkey call. Yeah, YouTube, man, one hundred percent. That's how I, like that. I was telling you, like yeah. last year. It's like, man, yeah.
0: I can't get these. T- I got, I had, I got a tur- I had two of them to talk back to me, and that was the end of it. And it's like. I was just listening and listening and it's like what do I need to get them to to make me sound sexy like hey I'm ready come see come. like
1: the for like you and you and I kind of talked to you about that last year turkey hunting the fall is a great time because mm-hmm. they group up and mm-hmm. if you're sitting on if you're lucky enough to sit on a field edge where you're going to have 20, 30 any given afternoon like 50, 60 out there mm-hmm. listen and then try to mimic what they're doing because they're going to be talking all them hens don't shut up that's why it's called a hen house you know like they're not mm-hmm, gonna stop mm-hmm. talking listen mm-hmm. I mean fall is a great time of the year to to learn to practice till spring to, you know to get get you sounding sexy so that big old gobbler comes down the hill oh, yeah. you know I've been buying
0: I buy I buy a fall tag for the last three years when I go out uh deer hunt because it's like a it's just a random opportunity but b if I don't fill the tag I'm not upset because mm-hmm. the tag is only 30 bucks yeah but the nice thing is that money is going back into habitat know where that money's going so it's yeah. like you know why not do it? It's like, why not spend the 30 bucks? Cause now it's like, I know that I sex, like $30 for habitat or research or what are they need to do to maintain the population here in Wisconsin?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Now there's one thing you wrote in your notes that really stuck with me. It's like, don't get caught up in other people's successes. Break that down to us.
1: All right. So with the social media and everything, you mm-hmm. know what your neighbor did, you know what Mark Drury did. He's normally live. You know, uh, mm-hmm. anybody in the United States that they killed a deer or they missed a deer or anything like that. I mean, Wisconsin, you start September 15th, you know, mm-hmm. and you can run all the yeah. way. What well, this year was January 13th, I think was last day. Yes. I mean, that's, that's a long time. Yes, it and, is. And fortunately for a guy like myself, I hunted, you know, that whole time. You can't get discouraged. You don't know what they got going on, you know, and it's tough to, you know, you open up Facebook and here's giant buck after giant buck or great stories, videos. And then you just get discouraged. You get down. Like, mm-hmm. what, what am I doing wrong? It's not that you're not, you're not doing anything wrong. It's just people, you know, people have success and, you know, you don't get upset that, you know, the guy down the street's driving a Tesla and I'm driving mm-hmm. a Silverado. Mm-hmm. I think I'd still drive a Silverado if I had that much money anyway. But yeah, exactly. Cause <laughs> it's like driving a
0: truck is like, a, it's like, that's a sign of income. It's like, Oh, I bought this real nice Tesla. It's like, no, you, you don't know nothing yeah. by a truck. Yeah. Especially like I have a like when you buy diesels. like I'm paying three something a gallon for diesel, and it's like I only get 15 miles per gallon, but it's like it's a, it's, a, it's a toy hauler for a reason.
1: Exactly, but but you know like going into that, like you just can't get beat up. I mean, it gets to be a grind. That's why they call it the grind. I mean, mm-hmm. you just gotta be smart about it, to be positive. If anything, you see the pictures, look at what they're doing. Is a picture in a food plot? It's like, is there blood all over these like sugar beets they have? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you should yeah. be sitting in your food plot. Um, uh-huh. Actually, a, a prime example of that is uh, what four years ago, my brother, uh, we my parents have a farm in northern Wisconsin, okay, in uh, Ashland County, not known for giant deer. You know, we mm-hmm. we don't we don't grow big horns up there, but we had this buck that we grew for a couple of years, and he was number one. I mean, he was the only one. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. um, and we had a food plot, and it was November, oh, I believe fourth or fifth right around there we, we were okay up, the brothers were all up there hunting together and and i said to my brothers when we got up there you know the night before we go to bed and, um you know it on facebook and everything everybody's killing them over green right now mm-hmm. you know every picture is in a green field you know yep. that, they got the beats you know all that we got ours i'm like he's gonna be in there it's, it's that's gonna be our chance you know and luckily for me, I woke up that next morning, went out there, and I got the flu, just something <sighs> terrible. Ooh. It was one of those barely made it back to the house kind of deals. And mm-hmm. um, I hung the stand on the food plot, so I got to sit it first. But I told my brother, get out there. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Did he capitalize? And he went, yeah, he shot a 142-inch you know, 11-pointer. Um, wow. Yeah, biggest buck that we've ever taken on our property up there. beside Well, my grandpa... You know, years ago shot a 170 inch one but wow. no,
0: I, um way to go grandpa yeah yeah uh, well this same... grandpa man he's got a collection of him. his biggest deer to date was 303 pounds Jeez, yeah it's a... like he's like he said you should just see the back of that truck just drop
1: <laughs> <laughs> man but like I said though what I did was wasn't discouraging everybody else was killing It almost excited me that everybody else is killing because mm-hmm. that means it's killing time mm-hmm. you know when you get to that I mean, even if you look in the the uh, Boone and Crockett for Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. the three days that like eighty five percent of those bucks are shot, yeah, are November seventh, eighth, and ninth.
0: Yeah, you told me that.
1: Yeah, so you're gonna see a lot on Facebook November seventh, eighth, and ninth. Mm-hmm. So you can't be like, well, uh, I'm doing it wrong, and just get down. You can't stay positive. Mm-hmm. They're there. You know, you've done all this research. Who cares what the other people are doing? Plus, you're you're do you're, you. you're not looking
0: at it the right way because it's like you're not there to hunt the beast. You're out there to enjoy life, right? In nature because it's like you're 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 bringing a memory that you can't take that you get to take with you to the uh, nursing home because it's like I normally get thrown in a nursing home. But it's like I don't wanna want my kids wiping my ass.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I've always said that sunrise is over sunsets any day, man. Like mm-hmm. you, you watch everything wake up. You know, you get to hear the, you know the birds it, chirping, uh, the cows starting ev- everything. Going at you, it. Do, you can't on a cold November morning. You can hear things. 10, 20 miles away that you would never hear, you know, Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Uh, yeah, man, exactly. It's the experience. you got to share, you know, you know, the God's creation. You didn't kill anything, but that's not killing. Like I'm kind of happy. I didn't kill something first week this year. I got, I spent a lot of time. I seen a falcon and a squirrel fight for like 10 minutes. Oh we nice. Can, how many people can say they it that? reminds me of
0: of last season every time I squawked to try to get called some turkeys last spring yeah. I watched this red-tailed uh, falcon fly around yeah. every time he it's like he thought I was coming up and he'd see me and he'd just like fly off. of you just like it's like what the heck are you doing to me yeah. man here you're monkeying with me yeah. mon- you screwed up my mojo here <laughs> and it's like it must be the way I'm talking to him must get that but it's like maybe like well turkeys have a really good sight but it's really cool watching it cause yeah. every time cuz I only do it like maybe once every half hour you know right. it's like Oh, I'm really not sure how often I should call. So I was like, well, you know, I'll just, I'll start with less is more and see what happens. And sure enough, that guy, he would come back around, you know, other than He knew like, what I, was up. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to get him, I was trying to get a couple of pictures. But the worst part was, is like, if he would have, if the, if the turkeys would have came in where how was setting up, he would have been able to stop going from his perch straight down, grab it, and take off. It's like, well, yeah,
1: lucky like you. Eagles and Falcons will shut down a turkey
0: hunt. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Ain't <laughs> that the kid? Yeah, the, yeah, the, They'll yeah, yeah. quiet up real fast, especially when you see him in the, in the in the uh, in the air flying around circling,
1: but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's the biggest thing is positivity. Yeah, you know, it, it's a, a thing for all life. Actually, you know, hunting you can just transfer mm-hmm. a lot of it into it. Like you said, you're you're getting out there, you mm-hmm. get to experience, you know, nature and that. Uh, like the, the kill is just the I think the smallest part of hunting. You mm-hmm. know, the anticipation. Yeah. Me and you sitting here, in in February, getting jacked up about September. Yeah, exactly. you know like i mean that that's crazy you know mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a months passion. away but our you our, know Mas our season has never stopped yeah mossy says it's the best it's a you know it's a passion and an obsession you know it's not mm-hmm. a passion it's an obsession it's a little bit of mm-hmm. obsession yeah, right there you know they, you come into my house you, there's no no joke about it that i'm a hunter you'll you'll know uh, so, and it's like i'm
0: for as a closing uh so as a closing here what i've thinking about is like the, the parents are listening to this right here and you have a passion for hunting too it's like teach your kids to do something with how they manage their time and make the most amount of money show them something that can make the money then like don't have to go to college or whatever because it's like college is, is 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 a luxury item you don't have to go to college to make a lot of money because it's like mm-hmm. i met i know people that started e-commerce businesses and making a hundred grand a year and just enjoying life because it's like you got to figure out how you want to prioritize it because there's people that want to build a legacy. There's some guys like myself where I just want to build, I want to make time because time I cannot get back because right. I will run out of health before I run out of money. Now, that's a famous quote that uh, Randy Newberg likes to say. Now, what I like to do now, Dave, is I like to ask everybody three questions. So, yeah. what is your favorite animal to hunt? By far, white-tailed deer. Okay. Yeah. What is your favorite meat you like to eat? What's my favorite meat? Yes, meat. It's like, it doesn't have to be wild game, it could be
1: anything. Baby back ribs, man.
0: Oh, there yeah. we go. Yeah, there we go. You know what's like? I was listening to uh, Steve Brannell. talking about the way you cook deer ribs is that you can put them in a a, a crock pot for on slow for like four to five hours when it's about ready to fall apart because what we'll do is the the tallow will separate. Yeah. Or if you have a, a instapot or a pressure cooker, yeah, twenty minutes, good to go. Huh. So that's, uh, there was something, that was something new to listen that I listen to. It's like. Mm-hmm. I might have to try you that might out. might have to. Yeah, and yeah. Um, um, my, my, my father-in-law was telling me that he got his, one of his friends, like he works at a butcher, and he's like, a lot of the guys don't like to take their their rib meat home. So he gets, he, he got multiple full racks. Well, it's like, why didn't you send them, them to me? It's like, <laughs> I don't have a big enough freezer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, have you yeah. seen my freezer? It's like, yeah, it's pretty plump full. Mm-hmm. And my last question is for you, is what fish do you like fishing for
1: the most? Muskies. Muskies. Oh, man. No, you know. It's a tie. Can I say it's a tie? Muskie and trout, because it's completely two different yeah, I know fishing. you you love your trout fishing. Yeah, I mean, lake fishing muskies 100%, but I like the, the trout aspect of you're walking into nothing. You know, you're going in this Creek in the middle of nowhere. I think that's more of an experience than just fishing
0: mm-hmm. for them. We have some really good trout streams. Over here it's across The region
1: is, is amazing.
0: We're not going to tell you where to go fishing. No, from, I'll, no. Yeah, you know, you know, I'll blindfold
1: you. We'll go, but I mean, you, you ain't knowing where it's at.
0: <laughs> Hands down. So thank you folks for tuning in for another episode of bucks of, of, America podcast. You guys have a great day. We'll talk to you later. Please feel free to email us at uh bucks of America podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions. Oh, Dave, how can people reach you if they want to reach out to pick uh, your brain for some knowledge?
1: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Uh, just my name, uh Dave Smooty on Instagram, and then it's backwards on uh, Twitter, Smooty David. Uh, mm-hmm. um, get at me uh, on Facebook, look me up. I, I'm always I love talk hunting, hunting, fishing, anything you want to talk, man.
0: There you go, guys. It's that easy to find them. See you guys.